0: And welcome to the newest indoor adventure in Tomb of Annihilation Part 14. Today is July 19th, 2020, and you are loved, and that is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of our games. If this is your first time joining us, you can go and check out all of the VODs at indoor or at YouTube.com slash Adventures, or go towards where anywhere audio casts are made available for free, you will find us there under the same moniker. And speaking of things that are being currently made available for free, if you go to Patreon.com slash indoor adventures you can find our after show uh called Nights in the courtyard where we answer questions not only from the community but also from each other and until august 7th there is a pinned post where you can find yourself becoming an npc or having a township village named after yourself for our monday and thursday night games which both take place in the homebrew content or homebrew country of alira the setting that we have been in uh of my design for the last several years now uh and if you already support us on patreon twitch youtube all of those places but you're thinking to yourself man oh man how can i continue to support this wonderful show consider going to indooradventure.redbubble.com no s at the end of that indoor adventure uh we got t-shirts we got posters we got mugs throw pillows now we even have masks in the five glorious colors of tiamat as it is her blessing upon your face that will give you you know some poison resistance when when you're wandering the irl world it's scary out there but hey with tiamat on your side maybe things will help and all of the proceeds that we get from face masks end up going towards covid19 research so it's, it's going for a good cause. Uh, we just wanted cool designs for people. That was what led us there. Um, and speaking of people that are going to lead us to glorious places unknown, hey, RJ, who, uh, who are you playing tonight? The layout looks a, a tad different.
1: Uh, well, for the first half, I'll be playing uh, Hassan. And on the second half, I'll be playing Walmorn, a barbarian fighter shifter.
0: All right. And Wings, who are you playing?
2: Oh shoot, hi everybody, I'm Wings. I'm gonna be playing as Baz the Drow Rogue Fighter.
0: And I am the Indoor Adventurer, and tonight I shall be playing as Teshvale de Flaran, Mark of Shadow Paladin.
3: NGB, who are you, uh who are you gonna be playing? Greybeard, Greybeard Seven, and tonight I'll be playing Nazrat, friend of the jungle.
4: Hi, everybody, and I'm Tyler. I'll be the DM today. So let's start with the recap. Last time, Hassan's hardened heroes discovered the grizzly remains, an adventurer, and an interesting albite-cursed sword. This resulted in a fight with the sword's original owner and a berserk, Teshvale, a spectacle that was watched by Baz's troublesome sister. Now, having sent her packing, they prepare for the final leg in the journey to Amu, where they may finally find the soulmonger. What will they find in the Forbidden City? Find out on the Indoor Adventure presents the Tomb of Annihilation. Um, so we're going to uh, kind of fast play uh, where we where we were last time. You had arrived at Kirisabble, uh with the Black Orchid, the key ingredient for the Dance of the Seven Winds, a ritual in which the teacher of the uh, Kirsavl Monastery uh, will essentially give you her wings um, she says that uh, the ritual the effects of the ritual only last for three days and very conveniently omu is a three-day flight from here so to get maximize your guys's travel time she suggests that you uh do the ritual uh the following morning uh giving you guys time to to rest again because Teshriel had a hard time getting a long rest the other night <laughs> Um, However, uh, you also uh, met back up with Racket, who, with uh, some ingenuity from Prince Na, uh, has has regained his ability to fly. His wing has been uh, patched up, uh, essentially, and he was practically begging you guys to to let him come along, Um, and after some deliberation, you uh, have decided to let him tag along with you, Uh, not only because you know he wants to, but because it may be valuable having him come along, uh, since uh, Azaka, your guide, may not be as familiar with getting to Amu from the air, uh, and he he swears that he'll be able to help you guys along the way. Uh, and at some point, Rinrin goes up to uh, a. Az- Ashara, the teacher, and he's like, hello, my name is Rinrin, I love my friends, and I like Racket, Racket's so useful, we want him to come with, and Ashara's like, yes, I know who you are, you've told me several times, I don't know why you always have to say your name when you're talking to people, um, but he shouldn't go with you, because he's just a kid, uh, and she's like, no, he's great, he's strong, he's very powerful, we want him to come with, um, and after a lot of uh, 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 convincing, uh, Ashara finally yields. <laughs> so as uh you guys spend the night, um I Hassan wanted to uh have an instance where he gave uh Racket your got his uh, bag of holding. Uh what what exactly did you say, uh RJ? Why, oh, uh that?
1: now that you're on the team, you're going to have to be carrying your weight. Hands in the bag.
4: Shrugs. <laughs> um but now uh racket will be holding on to the bag of holding which has i believe the folding boat and the uh alchemical a jug, jug yep and a portable hole and not a portable hole thankfully <laughs> um the next morning uh early in, in in the morning uh the sun is just peeking behind the uh the monastery the valley uh, uh, um, in front of the monastery is a glow in the uh, beautiful colors of the sunrise. Uh, it is a beautiful, clear day, um, and Ashara performs the ritual of the seven winds, the dance of the seven winds. Um, this per- this occurs by her crushing up the uh, black orchid, deeply inhaling its uh, its fumes, uh, while several other erikokra. Uh, dance ritualistically, ritualistically around her, uh, and this is occurring in their actual monastery area, is a, a tall uh, building with a wide open uh, balcony and the uh, spiral um, uh, maze uh, symbol of Upteo uh, on the floor. Uh, and as she dances, her wings, or as the, they dance around her, her wings begin to fade ethereally, and each of you uh, slowly gain wings. Uh, so go ahead and describe what your your character's wings look like oh boy
0: oh boy i'm excited for this one uh tesha's are they are like dragon wings made of pure darkness it's uh he worships the the umbral progenitor god uh of eberron so like to him yeah no like these are glorious they are the same kind of dark uh black that his tuxedo is or at least like his um not a tuxedo but his fine suit and he is like fully flexing them out wrapping them actually like turns them into uh like a half cloak when he isn't using them to just make himself look all the more fashionable
4: it's fashionable and spooky
1: oh yes Hassan? Uh, Hassan has uh, feathery white wings that taper into uh, black tips, and he's just looking at them kind of like one extends, the other extends, and he flexes them around him.
2: Um, Baz has wings uh, that are almost moth-like, where they're kind of fuzzy, and they have some sort of uh, pattern to them. Uh, And, like, when he shifts them, they look kind of iridescent. Um, However, like, you know, you might think moth, but um, if anybody's familiar with peacock spiders, uh, they have that disc that they flip up, and it's, like, kind of got, like, that iridescent scale thing going on, but, like, fuzzy around the edges. And uh, when he folds them, it's just, like, this dark uh, black-brown kind of color. uh, And they just lay flat across his back, sort of like a... uh, like a beetle or, like, a swallow?
4: Uh, Rinrin's wings are uh, very, are also uh, black feathers, but uh, with hints of orange interspersed amongst them. Um, And she eagerly takes flight as soon as she's able to get them. Um, And Azaka's wings are uh, that of much like uh, Ashara's, actually, they're they're pretty brown uh, brown feathers, um, but there are stripes in them, black stripes.
1: Someone's uh, gonna just turn to Azaka. Are you going to be okay?
4: She <laughs> sighs uh, and says, uh, "I heard flying is different." <laughs> It's all, <laughs> it's all about control. It's all about control.
1: will um, take off.
4: <clears throat> so, eagerly, you guys take flights. You are cleared for takeoff. Uh, and the first day of flying is glorious, you guys. Uh, take some time getting used to the, the feeling of flying. Um, uh, Azaka is pretty hesitant to like just jump out the balcony and take flight. But uh, after seeing all of you do it, she kind of does it and lets herself glide for a little bit before uh, finally beginning to fly. And the first day, it's beautiful, clear weather, uh, and it is quite enjoyable. And racket and Azaka are able to direct you towards Omu. Uh, assuming you guys find somewhere in the jungle uh, a nice, dry, quiet patch to uh, bed down for the night, uh, and then take flight early the next morning. Um, while you guys are flying there, you are surrounded constantly by beautiful, multicolored birds. Uh, you see pterodactyls and and quetzalcoatls flying around, keeping their distance. Uh, it is a quite a, a, a interesting experience. Um, on the second day, the uh, there, there's kind of that same weather that you guys have been seeing this entire time. It's uh, kind of clear in the morning, but as the uh, afternoon rolls around, uh, clouds roll in. Uh, and you actually have a fantastic time kind of cloud surfing, going in and out amongst the clouds. Uh, at some point, uh, Baz nearly flies directly into a cliff face because uh, he didn't see that one coming. And, and racket uh, quickly <laughs> flies in and, and keeps him from plowing head first into a, a cliff face. So, uh, sorry, sun got in the eyes. <laughs> the sun got in the eyes. Uh, and the uh, you guys bed down again for the night. Um, and the third day, uh, when you guys wake up in the morning, it is very cloudy. Um, in fact, so cloudy that you guys aren't able to kind of penetrate through the clouds to get above them. You have to stay close to the treetops um, and uh, find it harder going as the wind begins to pick up. Uh, and it begins to get more and more stormy and harder and harder not to be flying in the clouds. Um, luckily, you have Racket with you who has been familiar with the way that you guys are supposed to go, but uh, it uh, starts to get more difficult as rain begins to pelt down on you and the, the small droplets sting your faces um, until uh, late in the day as you guys are flying uh, through a break in the clouds. You see it, you see the lost city of Amu, the jungle parts to reveal a dead city enclosed by sheer cliffs. Ruined buildings and stone boulevards rise like ghosts from the floor of the misty basin. Uh, A waterfall pours into the basin, creating a swollen river that floods much of the city before draining into a deep rift filled with molten lava. Uh, And a ruined palace lies only a few hundred feet from the edge of this steaming abyss. And as quickly as you see it, it's gone again. As the wind picks up more and more, uh, you're finding it harder and harder to stay uh, amongst each other. And as the storm worsens, as the rain pelts down on you guys and lightning begins flashing about, you find yourself separated, um, hurtling towards the ground as you're unable to stay aloft. Racket, Baz, and Tesh, uh, you fall to the south side of the city Um, and we'll get back to you in a second, where Azaka, Hassan, and Rinrin uh, crash amongst the river. Um, The force of you guys crashing knocks Rinrin out, uh, and Azaka is uh, badly wounded as well. And as you are picking yourself up amongst this torrential downpour, uh, several figures approach you from the uh, river. They are Wan-T, and one with the the uh, top half of a, uh, of a human woman and the bottom half of a snake slithers up to you and says to Hassan, I've been waiting for you, I've seen you in visions, and I know you are here for us, to help us. Come with me. What about them? They should be of no, no concern. Izaka standing protectively over Runrun's body, sword drawn. <clears throat> yeah,
1: Hassan will walk over to Izaka and cast secure cure wounds into her mm-hmm. with a pat of the shoulder. This is where we part ways, Izaka.
4: You're just going to leave us. Hmm.
1: Better than fighting it out, in some godforsaken jungle and dying.
4: And what do I tell her?
1: Tell her I died.
4: I hope we don't meet again.
1: (laughs) Knowing how history unfolds, I doubt that'll be likely. Wait, reverse it, reverse it. Knowing how history unfolds, it's probably likely.
4: Okay. And Hassan, you walk off arm-in-arm with the Wante. Not quite arm-in-arm. Not quite arm-in-arm. Meanwhile, Wally, it has been a tough, tough journey. You managed to book passage on an airship that was trying to map the, uh, map the jungle um, because you were trying to find Omu. Uh, but the weather was not conducive to airships flying around Chult. Um, and about uh, two weeks ago, even, um, your airship was caught in what must have been a hurricane or typhoon. Um, lost control and crashed into the jungle. A lot of the crew didn't make it um, and those that did uh, were quickly devoured by multiple types of zombies, gorilla zombies, uh, cannibals. Uh, They all fell prey to the uh, dangers of Schultz or those that you knew that survived the crash. Luckily uh, soon after the crash, you were able to, uh, you made a friend. So both GB and RJ, go ahead and describe your characters.
1: Oh, GB.
3: Uh, um, so I imagine it was something like, you know, uh, or grillions or uh, what did you say? Some kind of zombie
4: Something's. Yeah, gorilla on zombies or these giant four armed yeah, gorillas, yes. but they're zombies. Okay, something like that was coming
3: after uh, Wally, and you you heard a a roar come from the, the jungle itself, and this massive ape, uh, silverback ape, comes walking forward. <laughs> he seems to have a backpack or something on, and you hear in your head, you hear. Do not fear, my friend. I, Nazrat, friend of the jungle, shall protect you. And then a little blonde halfling, like, you know, teeny little ghost-wise halfling, stands up on the shoulders of the gorilla with a spear, and he leaps through the air. And you realize that he wasn't talking before. He was talking in your head. And as he leaps through the air with the spear, he goes, <coughs> And Swink stabs into one of the the, uh, zombie gorillas, kicks it, bounces off, flings around, and we duke it out with the uh, zombie gorillas.
1: (laughs) What in Sam Hill? Uh, Wally is a shifter based off of a bunny, so he does have these long, loppy ears that are tied back Uh, brown hair with a fringe covering some of his face, but he brushes it away sometimes. Um, He's wearing this sort of cowboy-esque outfit, kind of modified for the jungle. He's taken off the spurs from his boots because they lost his horse in the crash.
4: It's been a tough time, um, but... Because you did actually catch sight of Omu before you crashed, and you've got an innate sense of direction, Uh, the two of you have been able to travel through the jungle for the past uh, week or so. Um, And as this torrential storm kind of pops up out of nowhere, you have found yourselves at the gatehouse of Omu. Um, There's a small structure. that's got um, made out of a limestone. Uh, There are like arrow slits uh, cut into the limestone and a uh, dilapidated iron porticullis uh, um, has collapsed in the the field beyond. Uh, And as you huddle into the guardhouse, um, you notice a significant amount of graffiti written in common. Uh, in this guardhouse, and as you are starting to look over this graffiti, there is a crash, a thud, the roof above you collapses, and three uh, creatures fall amongst you. Tar Nation, Mr. Nazareth, are you okay?
3: And in your head, you hear, I'm fine. What about them? Um, friend or foe?
4: Um, I will need Baz and Tesh to go ahead and make dexterity saving throws. That
2: and dies.
4: That,
0: that is an
3: 11.
2: Uh, 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 I got. I have a question. Am I within 10 feet of this Teshville? Yes. <laughs> do, uh, do we get bonuses to saving throws yet? Plus two. <laughs> Only two?
1: Yeah. Oh, no. Says the one with 26 HP. Take what you can get.
2: I <laughs> yeah, uh, will exactly. take as much as I can get. Um, simple math. A dirty 20 with Tesh's help. And he sticks the landing, fellas!
4: And well, takes you, half his help. <laughs> you take half as much damage as Tesh. Oh god. Uh, with 11 to Tesh, 5 <laughs> to Baz. as you guys come crashing down to the ground. It's Um, a
2: quarter of your health.
4: A fifth of your health.
2: I'd take half as much. Eleven to Tesh, five to Baz.
4: And five to Racket. I should probably track Racket's health because he's not an invincible NPC. There's a a fierce... Plot armor. (laughs) Why why you gotta say it like that?
0: And then Summerwise just like drifts lazily down. (laughs)
4: Yep.
2: It's a uh, skid, thuppa thuppa, skid, roll roll, catches himself, and then runs into the bushes. <laughs>
1: hey, uh, y'all okay? Uh, I've been
0: better. And Tesh stands up and, like, dusts his pants off, and as he does.
1: Oh, Wally will help you up.
0: Yeah, he'll. Say thank you, and as he does, he puts a hand on his chest to do a bow, and will use lay on hands on himself. Get that shit back. Thank Racket's probably time. like,
4: uh, like caught up in the the rafters themselves, and has to like untangle himself from some vines, and drops down next to you guys. Uh,
0: my name is Teshvale De right now. And these are my companions. We've come a long way. Are we in Omu?
1: Did we make it? Oh. I'm
3: pretty sure, Mr. Nazrat, are we in Omo? Uh And I can only talk to one person in their head. So I guess uh, out loud this uh, on the back of this big silverback gorilla is this little blonde halfling and he says, this should be the gatehouse of Omu. Uh,
4: Nazareth, you do have limited uh, knowledge of Omu. You've, yeah. you've been this far, but uh, you've never wanted to venture too far into this city. You've seen some crazy stuff here. The jungle Long- is my home. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, it's a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Teshvale. I'm Walmorn Longfellow. Well, my friends call me Wally. Uh, This is Mr. Nazrat. He kind of picked me up out of the jungle.
0: My pleasure to meet the both of you. Uh, That one is uh, Racket, and Racket's translator, uh, who I think scampered away from around here, uh, is Baz. They're a little skittish at first, but if you just open up to them, they're actually quite cordial.
1: I mean, seeing the acrobatics act, that just happens. Skittish is a, a mighty peculiar definition for someone.
2: It's a survival trait. Hmm. Baz will step out of the bushes, pulling branches out of his hair.
4: racket actually helps pull you out of the uh, bushes, dust himself off, and make sure that you're all in one piece. Um, and will say, uh, nice to meet you to, to the both of you.
2: I'm fine, Racket.
4: <clears throat> Full disclosure,
2: uh, that one hes going to point at Tash. He's got a cursed sword. Uh, just don't be near him if anybody's going to, you know, hit him.
0: <laughs> well, now let's quick. just lay all our cards out <laughs> on the
4: table. <laughs> it's like, that was quick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Another thing that you may want to know is that we did not come here alone. There were three others that were with us. A uh, uh, Yuan-Ti, a Tabaxi, and then I think
2: Azaka's human? Did you see a falling lizard cow?
3: <laughs>
1: no, I can't, can't say that I've ever seen a falling lizard
3: cow before. Nope. Mm, not in my time here in the jungle.
0: Well, if you stick around with us, you very well might see one. Baz, are you alright?
2: Fine. Baz says, giving Tesh a cold look. <laughs> wow.
0: Tesh is like looking at Baz like, how is this my fault? <laughs> He's not blaming you. It's I know, but like based off of their conversation before. Where, like, Baz is very much like, I don't trust you. You're a bad person and stab your friends. Like, oh, come the fuck on. Like, you can't be mad at me about this. Uh, and if Vaz will let Tesh, uh, I'll give you some lay on hands.
4: I'd appreciate that. I'm, I'm fine, too. <laughs> it's yeah, you just, boop, like, five and five. Yeah. And
3: uh, it's about that time that the the gorilla himself sighs. By oh, the way, I'm Bigglesworth, says the gorilla. In Holy comment. shit, he can talk. <laughs> Holy shit, he can talk. Fascinating. I'm sorry, I always forget to introduce you, Bigglesworth. And he like lumps his head on top of Bigglesworth's head.
1: Mr. Nazrat, it's been a week and you haven't said anything about Mr. Bigglesworth.
3: (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, Bad banners. And Bigglesworth goes, I'm used to it, good sir. I'm used to it.
2: Reminds me of my brother, Doug.
1: Well, he just leans over the bed. Your brother's a gorilla.
2: (laughs) Close enough. (laughs)
4: It is uh, pretty late in the day, uh, just about sunset. It is pouring outside. Uh, A thunderstorm uh, is raging. And uh, what would you guys like to do? You are at the gatehouse of Omu. Uh, There is a significant amount of graffiti in here, all written in common.
0: What does it say?
4: There is a lot that it says. Um, In like big red letters, uh, either blood or something else uh, it says fear the fangs of Rasnasi." um th- otherwise there are like little notes uh eric i've gone in search of the nine shrines v uh amongst the writing there's something that says the puzzle cubes are the key um for a good
1: time of- send for shelly <laughs>
4: yeah <laughs> here's my sending address <laughs> Uh, there's uh, in like really shaky writing or like kind of scratched into the wall, beware the frog monster. Um, That's concerning. Uh, amongst kind of like there, there seems to be a few notes kind of like trying to, it, it, it's like someone's notes trying to figure out a riddle. Um, there's something that says who is unk? Uh, unk spelled U-N-K-H. Um, there are, there's something that says There's like a list. It's uh, Kubazan. Um, Here, let me just put this one in the chat so you guys can read the names. Uh, But Kubazan equals bravery, Um, Shigambi equals wisdom, and Moe equals question mark. Um, And I see Wings has shared the uh, map of Umu. You guys can definitely reference that. And in fact, Um, If you want to uh, see a more high-res version, you can join the uh, roll 20. There is, uh, in big letters, kind of on a different wall from the Fear of the Fangs of Raznasi, in big letters on another wall, it says, All hail the King of Feathers. and uh, lastly, there's a little note that says, the snakes are not what they seem. And uh, Baz, I think it's you that sees this note. Uh, and as you're looking at this note, it's right next to another arrow slit that uh, looks out uh, on the, the cliffside. side. Um, and in a, there's a small trail that leads up the cliffside to like a tiny cave. Um, and perched at the top of this trail are five snakes. And they are large snakes, not large classed creatures, but they are not tiny little snakes.
2: <clears throat> uh, he's going to nudge the rabbit person next to him and say, Are those snakes really tiny or is that just the false pers- uh, perspective?
4: And they are looking at you.
1: Those are some really big snakes.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I was afraid of it.
1: Um, on Walmore, uh, Walmart's hands go to his belt and you see that there are two pistols strapped to his uh, right hip, a bullwhip strapped to his left hip, and what looks like a tomahawk with a feather charm on it, on his back. And he'll Fish. go for one of the pistols and one of the whips.
2: We got snakes! Wonderful! Maybe they
4: know where Hassan is. Uh, let us find out. Seeing, having seen that you (laughs) notice them, they uh, begin to slither away. Hmm. That doesn't bode
2: well. Uh, uh, How many of them were there?
4: Five. Five snakes.
1: Were they different colored?
4: Uh. Or is it too dark to tell at this point? It's too dark to tell. Your dark vision doesn't allow you to see colors.
1: I don't think I have dark vision. I have I dark, dark vision.
4: have dark vision. In okay, fact, yeah. there's somebody that the halflings don't get dark vision, right? No, neither ah, do gorillas. Neither do gorillas. <laughs> so your uh, bumbling friend here is going to have a um, little bit. Of...
1: <clears throat> Mr. Nazar, I think it's uh is best if we camp down for the nine sleeping shifts. Sounds mm. good. Okay. And Wally'll probably take like the tent, like uh, the tent tarp and start like trying to adjust it over the ceiling where they crash through.
4: Yeah. Uh, Racket goes digging inside the uh, bag of holding and finds uh, Hassan's tent um, and flies up and tries to help like patch up uh, a hole in the ceiling. Uh, So you guys can go ahead and bed down here for the night. Uh, and I'm pretty sure during during your guys's uh, the night you kind of share stories of uh, each of your's individual j- journey through the jungle.
1: Saw a giant gator take down Tessie. That wasn't great.
4: Saw a bunch of lizard
2: t- chickens take down a gator person.
1: And I watched a
0: bunch of snake people cut down my friends. But now I'm here. I've met such so many new people. It's truly a remarkable tale. I can talk to the animals. The witches and the animals can talk back. That is, we have a friend who does that. Hmm. Perhaps the two of you would get along.
3: Uh,
2: okay. Depends. How do you feel about snake people?
4: Mm-hmm. Have you've, I run into yon you, You've most definitely run into yon and they've uh, never been very cordial.
2: They <laughs> tend to not be very friendly. Mm-hmm. No, he's not like other y- yon mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he gives
3: you that little halfling growl, like... i
4: mm-hmm. heard that one before. Mm-hmm. That, uh,
1: <laughs> Mr. Cheshvale, do you partake?
0: In what?
1: Gambling? Snake Yelp. people... Rustle in a cylindrical portmanteau and pull out a small flask. Uh, Papa makes some pretty good moonshine. I I would love to, but I Racket raises his hand. (laughs) I'm afraid it would do me no good. Be careful, Mr. Racket's a bit on the strong side.
4: I can handle my drink, he says. (laughs) And uh, takes his small sip and, like a spit take essentially just
2: <laughs> <laughs> No!
4: Uh,
3: have his you
2: ever like floof.
1: <laughs> I'm sure Nazaray would have had some uh, oh, so some you, of Papa's moonshine
3: If you have tried to give it to him it probably got about here to his nose and he was like that, that, how do you drink that? That's, let me purify it <laughs> <laughs>
2: And he,
3: he would have at some point tried to purify your poison that you you have would you have stopped him? this water is yeah. tainted I
2: mean, yeah' it's,
4: it's something wrong with this water water you poisoned
1: you killed <laughs> the fermentation process it's just water now why would you do that
3: I, I, let's let's say you snatched it away <laughs> last yeah. second
0: um. On the off chance, I have a I have a question for the both of you. You
1: wouldn't happen to speak the language of the land, would you? Uh no, sorry sir. I'm all the way out from the mainland, mostly
4: at, around long saddle. Let me see. Racket's like, oh, long saddle. That's where my parents are from. Ah, uh, no kidding. And of course, this is being translated through yeah. Baz. Um, it's like, yeah, there are morticians up there.
2: <laughs> That's adorable. Oh.
4: oh, my God.
2: He's an undertaker.
4: <laughs> well, he's not. Uh, his brother's going to inherit the family business.
1: Well, if I ever make my way back down there, I'll say you said hi. <laughs> oh, thank you.
3: And uh, I guess in your uh head it's Teshvale? yeah okay in your head uh you would hear i speak the language of the spirits of the forest mr. sylvan bigglesworth? he speaks sylvan. <laughs> 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 and, and, and 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 bigglesworth uh, did you say mr bigglesworth no like he tries oh, to think it back yeah
0: oh okay because um, he just got... Because you don't sound anything like like
3: open right. words. He's never heard right. your brain's thoughts before. <laughs> right, okay. And, <laughs> and, okay, you think that back, and you hear, why, no, of course not. It is I, Nazrat.
1: Oh,
0: really? Huh. And, like, Tash is, like, visibly just, huh. Well, I... I didn't expect you to sound like this. I'm not going to lie to you. It comes off differently. You know what? It's fine. It's...
3: This is how I always sound.
0: That is correct. But you wouldn't happen to know anyone who possibly speaks Oman,
3: do you? And, and... (laughs) Yeah, it, yeah, there, I guess that would just be a, a confused look on his face. And he would just say out loud, What? What's Oman?
0: Tesh just like kind of shrugs and says, Don't worry about it.
3: Hmm.
1: If you don't know, it's fine. Mr. Baz, would you care for a drink?
2: Bez just wordlessly takes it, gives it a sniff, a little sip.
1: It's a juniper moonshine.
2: <laughs> Interesting taste.
4: You guys are able to uh, spend a long, long rest here. Uh, the next morning, uh, the, the storm blows over, but uh, it still is kind of hot and cloudy and very uh, muggy now. Uh, You guys are at the guardhouse, which is slightly elevated um, over the entrance to the city, and uh, as you go into the courtyard where this uh, dilapidated iron particles has fallen over, you can get a better view of the city, especially from the ground. Um, It is absolutely choked with uh, vegetation. And you can see uh, a lot of um, old uh, broken down buildings. Uh, There appears to be a kind of main thoroughfare that uh, about 400 yards away uh, that you can, that like leads up and down the city. Um, And then on the west side of this thoroughfare, there is a walled compound. Uh, it seems like the courtyard, you can kind of see over the wall from this vantage point, the courtyard has is less full of vegetation. But what you do see is a uh, pillar of smoke uh, rising out of that compound.
2: That ain't good. I was just thinking that it won't be our friends. Now, does it look like
3: a building fire or like someone's cooking fire?
4: It. It, it it does not look like a cooking fire. It okay. looks like um, a bonfire.
3: Okay. Is, is, is there any kind of smell on the wind from
4: it? Uh, make a perception check. All right. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Uh you take a, a big whiff of the uh the air. Uh wind's kinda not blowing anywhere. It's pretty calm out. Um and it smells like burnt flesh. Hmm. <sighs> it smells like the
3: burning bodies. Hmm.
4: Funeral pyre.
1: Well,
0: whatever it is, we should be careful in our proceedings.
2: I'm always careful. You
1: see Wally scamper off into the underbrush.
2: And there he goes. (laughs) Pass without trace.
4: Cool. You guys want to stealth it up? All right. I'll need stealth rolls from all of you. Um, And if you are all stealthing, you're going to move at a slightly slower pace. um, And at a slightly slower pace, you are still having to pick through a lot of vegetation
3: tash fail what does your pass without trace look like
4: uh so his
0: pass without trace is it's kind it's semi cloudy out still right yeah so what it looks like is that uh he like just pulls down the side of his shirt so that way his dragon mark is there and you see him close his eyes and he whispers something in Draconic. Uh, and there is just this like rippling effect that seems to pulse out of him. And it reaches the edges of the casting radius. And everyone that is inside kind of gains these like fuzzier edges to them. Sort of like how like cats and, and other animals that like rely on shadows don't exactly have a very thick line. Um and it's like there is a natural camouflage that seems to take over uh as like an outer layer onto the person where it's like very dim lighting almost like there are just shadows that are passing over them almost like uh cloud cover is just sort of rolling off of people
3: and uh, Na- uh will say <laughs> I usually just ask the jungle to cover us up that's that's a good trick i yeah i have that magic too if we need it i
0: oh, know it is no trick it is kyber's blessing and as tesh talks about how wonderful kyber is he gets a nat one because he has disadvantage on stealth with his chain shirt and then i got a one on my way of shadow dice so even with a plus 10 i got a 12.
2: Wow. Fantastic. Uh, well bad. Kyber is amazing. <laughs> I would uh, I, I would laugh at you, but without your pass, without a trace, I got an 11. Um, so it's a 21, but <laughs> I got a 2 on the die.
4: Wally? 31. Hell yeah. Nazareth?
2: 14.
3: I got a 1 on the 1. I'm trying to run away from this shadowy creepiness that's getting uh, across, uh, coming across me. Wally's
1: in a tree watching these guys bumble and just places his hands out there and just goes, (laughs) "Y'all,
2: (laughs) y'all." Well, like I mean, Bez did comparatively bad, but like still pretty good in in the long run. So he's like also he's at the base of the tree, going like, "Y'all." And then he turns around, trips, and like makes a loud cracking noise.
4: <laughs> uh, Racket got a dirty twenty, um, and he's shadowing after Baz. Uh, so you guys going to that that uh, walled compound? Yeah. Yeah. Or... yeah. All right. Um, I think Wally's taking the lead here, and although it takes you about like moving stealthily with pass, wa- wa- with pass without a trace, woof. That one was hard to get out. Uh, and trying to get through all these, okay. uh, this vegetation. It takes you about a half hour to pick your way through uh, uh, the the undergrowth. Um, even when you get up onto that thoroughfare, it's not uh, particularly easy moving. Um, so after about a half hour, you arrive at the courtyard of this, um, how you say, uh, compound. Where did it go? Um, and smoke drifts lazily from the, the compound. The gate lies in splinters and scorch marks to face the buildings. Near the center of the compound is a plaza littered with charred human corpses. Uh, one of the corpses is being torn apart by a pack of wild dogs. Um, and the source of this uh, bonfire is a uh, at the center of the courtyard, there's a glaive uh, thrust into the remains of a burned out pyre. Charred snake skulls and blackened inhuman vertebrae are lashed to the spear. Uh, and right beyond this uh, this pyre, uh, on uh, one of the bigger bigger walls of the compound, is a symbol uh, d- dabbed, dabbed in ash. It is a snake curled in a spiral, gripping a circle on its jaws. Have I seen
0: this symbol before?
4: Uh, roll a religion check. That's a modified 20. You have, and you would recognize it as the symbol of Dendar the Night Serpent, devouring the world.
0: Huh.
1: Wally appears next to Tesh- was it?
0: Have you ever seen
1: anything like this before, Wallace? Wally's fine, sir. Hmm. Have you ever seen anything like this before, Wally? Ooh, no, I don't think so.
0: That um, is Dendar. That is the serpent of nightmare. That—that's everything. Oh. As you would put it, I believe this is a load of hogwash, but I don't think Kyber would let anything like this happen under his jurisdiction.
1: A rebellious
0: child, this Dendari is nonetheless, but a child all the same.
1: Well, remind me not to tread on her, then. Mm. I think it would be best for everyone.
3: So the giant snake is a baby but it can eat everything.
0: Not an actual baby. Just a child to the one that I pay my fealty to.
3: Hmm.
0: We are all Kyber's children in one way or another.
3: Okay, Kyber's my
2: daddy? (coughs) Yeah.
1: My mom's name is Marigold.
2: Hmm. Baz. We uh... We don't see anybody in this clearing, do we? There Just are bodies and...
4: around, but go ahead and make a perception check. You are going to be in bright light.
2: Am I in daylight?
4: You are in daylight. Oh,
2: that's not terrible. One of them was a nat 20, but of course I'm taking the lower one, so I get uh, a 22.
4: Oh, hell yeah. Um, there are a lot of bodies strewn about. In fact, they look like the bodies of mercenaries, um, but there is no weaponry uh, amongst their bodies. They might have been stripped clean. Um, on Do I recognize the library of these mercenaries? Uh, not the mercenaries, but there are two bodies that you spy in um, that are different from the rest, and I'm going to need you to make a history check. Um, it's a Sun and rin <laughs> i got a nine okay uh they are wearing red robes hmm. um but as you're surveying this area uh, with a sniper's eye you see there is a uh, a wall fallen over uh, on one side looks like it was hit by some probably a fireball or something um and there is an arm sticking out mm-hmm. but it's like scratching at the uh, at the the, the rubble uh, he's
2: gonna nudge tesh in the ribs um, <laughs> and say there's two of them that are different there the red robes over there but right over there and he's gonna kind of like direct tesh's eye uh, like physically like take his hand and like move us move him towards uh, where he's pointing under that rubble I think we've got a
0: survivor. Well. Channel Divinity.
4: Channel Divinity. Oh, are you what? Seeing you...
0: if it like the hand that's moving is like zombie hand. Oh, do you oh, mean divine sense? Uh, yeah, divine, divine sense. sense. What did I say? Uh, Channel, Divinity. Channel, Divinity. Channel Divinity. <laughs> Divinity. Yeah, no. Divine sense.
4: What's what's the distance on that?
0: Uh, I believe 30 yeah.
2: 30,
0: 60 feet? No, it's just 30.
4: Uh, this is like on the or other no, side it is of the, 60. the compound. Sweet, sixty feet. I'll say that it's uh, just out of range.
0: I'll get a little bit closer until I'm within sixty feet of these individuals,
4: okay. and then try. Again. You do not detect any fae, undead, or whatever.
0: All right. Yeah, I'll go over to where they are. Is there someone out there? Oh my god! It's Sean Connery. Please help. Just a moment. I'll be with you shortly.
2: I'm going to hang back with my sniper rifle and cover Tesh.
0: Okay. Yeah, Tesh will just start moving away rocks. Um,
4: As you begin uh, moving the rocks away, a um, human man is buried beneath this rubble. He appears to be in his late 40s, uh, has a um, chin strap white uh, beard. And is bald, um, and he looks in pretty rough shape, uh, pummeled by the this uh, fallen debris. It's like, oh, thank God! I thought I was the only one left. Wait a second, you're not. You're not with with the wizards. No,
0: N- oh, we are. It not. doesn't matter. Any hope at this point? I'm sorry, um, I didn't catch your name.
4: Ah, I'm Professor Akronis. Orvix, to my friends. Professor. Uh, Orvix is O-R-V-E-X.
3: Wigglesworth and Nazrat help move the rocks.
1: You see Wally just pick up almost like a car-sized rock and move it to the left a little bit.
4: <laughs> Big struck Boy struck. Struck boy,
2: big boy, bunny.
4: Um, you guys. So the the three of you are kind of around Orvix. Um, Baz, where are you at?
2: <clears throat> he's gonna hang back, like, um, definitely like within sniper rifle distance, but he's going to stay hidden and um, keep an eye on them, watch
4: their six. Okay, uh, so like at, at the the gate to this courtyard, it's about like a hundred feet across, about hundred feet by hundred feet. This courtyard,
2: mm-hmm. it, like there is there a wall here?
4: Uh, it, the whole compound is walled. the The walls are kind of crumply, um made of limestone, that uh, have a lot of vegetation growing op- over them. But you guys entered through a uh, what was previously a gate. Um, I'd be able to climb up on top of the wall. Yeah, in fact, this, this compound has a lot of buildings in it that you could probably even climb up on top of one of those to have a better vantage. Cool, I'll do that. Um, and I think Racket actually like uh, flies up, makes sure it's sturdy up there, and, and gives you a hand to up. You guys are both still sneaking, and uh, as you get into position, watching uh, everyone moving the uh, the rocks away from these uh, this this guy that's been buried. Uh, you see um, the, those five snakes again, um, and they are slithering in formation uh, at the the gate. Um, and in a blink of an eye, they turn into five uh, wanti. Um, snakes are not
2: what they seem.
4: <laughs> one of them is a uh, wanti with the upper body of a uh, bronze muscular uh, human, but the lower body of a snake. Uh, two of them, uh, similarly just big ripped dudes, but with heads of snakes. And two more of them, big ripped dudes with arms that are snakes. Um, and the 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 one with the body of a snake lifts up a jeweled longbow. And takes aim at your friends I'm gonna shoot him okay uh, then that will be resolved in combat as we roll initiative what <laughs> before we
0: get into combat do we want to take our break here yes please Alrighty. so like uh we just said we are going to be taking our break getting into some combat after we're going to try and be back in five to ten minutes so don't go no place unless it is to grab a food grab a drink grab a friend or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com pick yourself up something nice and we'll see you guys shortly all right everybody see you soon and we're back hello everybody it's time to get down to business to defeat these fucking snakes
4: Snakes, there are so many snakes. Um, before we list off initiative, uh, Baz, you saw these these guys walk in. they changed back into their one forms and the one with the bow raised it ready to strike out at your friends and you raised your gun confident in your hidden position when his head snaps and sees just locks eyes with you. As he somehow knew exactly where you are, so everyone, go ahead and give me your initiative. Modified ten. All right. Sixteen. Fuck. Okay.
2: is oh, unsettled. Yeah. His initiative is the uh, six.
4: Mm-hmm. <coughs> Nazrat?
2: Nineteen
3: and eight is twenty-seven. My God. Is that right?
4: That's right, you have the alert feet. Yep. Nazrat will almost always go first. <laughs> I got um, my eye
2: on that one for the next one.
4: Rockets. Let's see. Twelve. Um, Wally, you have like a speed of uh, dexterity of 20, don't you? Yes, sir. And Tesh, what is your dexterity? Tesh's like dexterity is 17. 17, which I think you win. Well, that's fine. Um, so uh, at the top of the round, Nazrat, um, you, I, I don't know if you actually I think you kind of get a sense because you're alert. You get a sense that something's up. You look back and see it's about a hundred feet away. Okay. Uh, these these snake sneeple, uh entering the uh, courtyard, yeah. um, and Orvix following your eyes. It's like my God, they're back again! And picks up a <laughs> rock and puts it on top of himself. <laughs> um,
3: uh, I guess. I will. Uh, okay, so can I uh, ride Bigglesworth? Uh, his movement, well, our movement, and then interact, change him back into an object as an interact, and mm-hmm. put the object in my in my pouch. Okay. So he's safe. And then, um, as a bonus action, wild shape.
4: Okay. Fantastic. What is his movement? His movement. And I've got all these. Yay.
3: Um, his movement is, oh, it's only 30. Well, Ah. that's five feet faster than me. (laughs)
4: Um,
3: And it looked cool. So let's go with that.
4: Um, Um, You're using his movement. You're using a bonus action to Wild Shape. Uh, Interacts will be a free action. action. So you have an action as well. So you could use that to dash if you wanted to. Uh, Let me see. Yeah, what the hell? I
3: will will do that because I turn into an Allosaurus.
4: Hell, yes.
3: (laughs) so this halfling is on this ape they sort of do this thing where the ape turns into a little statue he grabs it as he rolls up tucks it in his little pouch and then goes and turns into an allosaurus and charges 60 feet towards them so I'm only 10 feet away from them when, when my turn ends and I'm like oh you know, big allosaurus chops. it's like
4: freaking beast boy and teen titans <laughs> they like exactly. roll and turn into this giant thing uh-huh.
3: exactly
4: Uh, you moved 60 feet they were 100 feet away from you um, yeah and
3: the gorilla moved 30 okay so 90 feet they're 110 feet away
4: beautiful so yep. you just get right up on them as an allosaurus it... fantastic they're 10 feet away from you um The lead one hisses at the others and points at what is now an Allosaurus, Um, but he was already in the process of uh, taking a shot at Baz. Uh, For a 10 versus your AC. Hello, my
2: name is Baz, that doesn't hit me.
4: Okay, what about the second attack?
2: For a (laughs) 9. Uh, uh,
4: no. Yeah, he qu- quickly swip, swip, but you uh, duck down behind the uh, the bit of the um, building that you were on top of, and he hisses. Uh, Bez
2: like ducks behind the building, and he goes, "He saw me! How did he see me?"
4: Bracket like ducks down next to you, is like, <laughs> I thought you were really well hidden, <laughs> Wally.
1: Oh, there he goes again. Uh, Heel is going to, as he runs, pulls out his pistol and bullwhip and uses his bonus action to shift. Okay. And you see white fur sprout along his face and ears to more accompany the bunny persona. Um,
4: which hand does he hold the pistol in and which hand does he hold the whip in?
1: Uh, left hand whip, right hand pistol. Okay. he's left-handed um how far 100 feet right 100 feet away if I double move I can get within 80
4: so I'll do that oh yeah 40 feet of movement shifted yeah sweet so you move 80 feet and are 10 feet behind an Allosaurus
1: <laughs> using him as cover
4: <laughs> um, and everyone's outside of uh, 60 feet of Tesh that's convenient Anyway, these things, unperturbed by seeing somebody turn into an Allosaurus, uh, two of them are going to come right at it. These are Type 1. Um, so they have the snake heads, and they are going to um, start hacking away at this guy. Actually, one of them is going to stay back with uh, the one, one of them. One's going to come up, one's going to stay back. The one that stays back has a longbow, and he is going to fire twice at you, at the Allosaurus. Hey. Uh, for a 15 and a 18. Both hit. Both hit. It's a big target. Big target, big strong Allosaurus. You take 7 piercing damage, and um, actually no, you take more than that because both hit. Uh, 12 piercing damage and 12 poison damage as these arrows sink into your hard uh, leathery flesh. uh, Poison starts of course through your veins. The other one though uh, runs right up to you with his scimitar. He's going to try and slash at you and rear back his big snake head and try and bite. Hit. For a natural one on the scimitar, good job, buddy. Yeah, and a uh, 15 on the bite. Uh, both hit. Well, then that one doesn't
3: hit. Uh, I'm sorry, the 15 hits. Yes, please. Oh my <laughs> I god. I would be su- surprised. Um, <laughs> uh,
4: for seven piercing damage and another six poison damage. Nice 13 more. Tesh. Uh several of these wanted have just run up at your buddy who just quickly shifted into an Allosaurus. What would you like to do?
0: Tesh is fucking like flabbergasted by the tenacity of these two newcomers. He's having a great time. He like at first he like he just does the thing that he normally does. of summer wise, fly away. Like, get out of here.
4: Make his a- circles
0: above. Yeah, make sure you're away, like 60 feet away from me. Um, <laughs> oh. And he he's just like looking at this Allosaurus just getting peppered with arrows. He sees Wally like going ham. He's shifted now like a w- weird, even bigger rabbit man. Baz is out of doing Baz things. Like he'll he'll be fine, I'm sure. I uh, just bonus action, shield faith, just casually jog. Like
1: it's a fun day.
0: Yeah, just move a little bit forward. Or actually, no, he won't even shield a faith because if he runs 60 feet then they're within 60 feet right yes spiritual weapon in the back of the group
4: okay so you get 60 feet up uh yeah 20 feet behind um wally and you put spiritual weapon what would that be like 40 feet away uh it's up to 60 feet okay so right behind them Okay, what is your spiritual weapon and what does it do? Uh, my spiritual weapon,
0: uh, as Tesh as Tej gets to the end of his run, uh, you just see him kind of curl his hand forward uh, into more of like a grasping motion. And when he does, his shadow shoots from beneath him and moves about 60 feet away or wherever these enemies are uh and it is just his shadow rising into a standing position it's featureless there's nothing really to like denote this as tess's like exact shadow uh but he it's definitely him like if you know him like his standing mannerisms it's him Uh, And they are going to rear back with a rapier uh, and stab out towards the one that shot something that wasn't facing near my friends directly. So I'm assuming that they were trying to shoot Baz. Okay. And then that's a natural 20 with the spiritual weapon. (laughs) Uh, So that's 2d8 or 11 plus 2 13 points
4: of force damage. 13 Force damage. they don't have any yep it's good.
0: uh when the spiritual weapon actually attacks, it's Tesh's like outline, but you see twin points of glowing green eyes and a really quick sharp pointy smile. And you just see a large claw rear back and just strike out. It's a dragon's claw that he summons, but it's just in the shape of himself.
4: Nice. Awesome. I like it. Um, That is what you do. One of the snake-armed boys is uh, going to try and... Circumvent uh, the Allosaurus and go for Wally, who is about less than 30 feet away, so he can get up to you. Um, and he's got snakes for hands, and those shoot Ch- for hands. On you,
1: when a target lands within five feet of me, I get to move away as a reaction without provoking ah. attacks of opportunity. So I'm going to dance around him and away.
4: Okay, were you dancing to?
1: Uh, When he stops, uh, he's going to move to his left away from the Allosaurus and then move five feet so he's out of range, but he can still see the dude who's sniping.
4: So just kind of move into the other side of uh, the Allosaurus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, this guy's not going to like that you got away from him. You were only uh, 20 feet away, so he's going to boot scoot up next to the Allosaurus and snake hands him instead. Um, Allosaurus, you are taking two bites for a a 19 to hit on both. Um, that is eight piercing damage and 15 poison damage. On the Allosaurus, soaking up that damage pretty well over there, bud. GB? oh you okay? Cool, you're good to go. Sorry. I, I yeah, didn't still you.
3: still in the form.
4: What a good boy. Um, Racket, uh, seeing all this go down, but being mostly healer, is going to cast Toll the Dead on the guy that just shot it. Uh, Baz. Told the dead is a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. And he is not hurt yet. Oh, he is hurt yet. So good job, Racket. He rolls a that does not save.
1: D twelve.
4: D twelve. Nice. Good job, Racket. Um, that is an action. And he doesn't have any good bonus actions. Baz. Does
2: this mean uh that there is one person who hasn't gone yet besides me? It
4: is one entire snake-armed boy who is looking up at your perch uh and it looks like he's ready to come at you. My
2: god, arms too! i I'm coming for you. Uh
4: I have
2: I, <laughs> what, what is this doing with that with your hands? It's, guys, he's got snake, snake hands. Arms. Why does he have
4: snake arms?
2: <laughs> Beware snake arms, Jimmy. He's coming for you. Um, I have a question. Am I in direct sunlight?
4: Oh yeah, you
2: are. Well, shit. Okay. Um, Can I
1: argue if he's up in a tree canopy though? <laughs> oh no, he's uh he's in on my building.
2: I'm
4: on a roof. On a roof.
2: I'm on a roof. Okay. Um, I'm gonna uh, attack. I can't do it at uh, advantage does is snake arms too next to somebody
4: uh not any of your friends no
2: it's a natural 20 (laughs) oh okay i guess it doesn't matter (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's it's an assassination attack anyway so it doesn't really uh, it
4: It just doesn't matter it just (laughs)
2: doesn't matter (laughs) thank you for not mattering thank you for not mattering all right um well here comes some damage um
4: you know what, Racket can start ha- giving you the help action to give you advantage.
2: That could be cool. Um, first of all here is, it's, I'm using my rifle, so... Racket's
1: it's... wings are above Baz's head to make shade. Oh, no!
2: <laughs> Bless! Oh, no. That's so sweet! Uh, nine piercing damage. Nice. Uh, and then...
4: Uh, 14 using... sneak
2: attack damage.
4: Are you using your rifle or your bow? Rifle. All right, good. good.
2: That's where all this damage is coming from. Ker-plow. So, uh, are, are, like, these roofs probably don't have, like, peaks to them at all. No, they're like, all they're, flat like, roofs. They're all flat. Um, so I'm going to, uh, kind of, like, I'm, pow And I'm going to, like, nudge racket with my elbow uh, and say... Uh, stay out of sight stay safe and I'm gonna run across a roof um, and then like hop down and slide onto a like one of one of those canopies that sticks out Uh, I'm gonna try and hide there
4: okay yeah cool go ahead and roll your natural one but it's a 10 (laughs) it's a 10 um, that does not beat their passive, I don't think. Let me I do didn't check. think
2: so. It's fine.
4: It just doesn't pass their passive. If you had rolled a two, you would have been fine.
2: <laughs> Great.
4: That's my turn. Fantastic. Uh, sneak Hands McGee um, sees you run off, uh, but, and actually sees where you go. How far do you go? Baz. Me?
2: Um, like, I I imagined it was kind of like a perpendicular movement. I wasn't Mm -hmm. moving any further or closer.
4: Okay. Um, he was already intent at, of, at, of, uh, he wanted to go towards you. You started about uh, 30 feet away, so if you were just moving in a perpendicular fashion, he can move up to you, but he's below you. Yeah. Has he got swords? He's got snake arms. He's just
2: gonna, oh shit, I'm gonna run up and start like on um, the underside of that canopy. Yeah. While Baz dances around. In fact, I
4: think he's, because he can't reach you, he's going to like take out, he's gonna attack the supports holding that canopy. Uh, so let's see if he, he hits them and if you fall.
2: Okay.
4: He does. Um, so he takes his he sees you up above him like sticks out his snake arms to either side of the canopy uh supports and just like pulls them in and you just collapse in front of him
2: has he got a snake head as well or is it just a normal head
4: it's a normal normal man head <laughs> which is comforting until you see the snake arms again until you see the snake <laughs> arms he snarls at you or hisses rather nazrat there you are you got two boys up against you okay and 10 feet away are some more guys
3: yeah, I'm hurting. Uh, I um, ah, rahm, chomp down on one of them
4: mm-hmm
3: all right uh, and in this form I am plus six to hit uh, 20 se- dirty 27 yeah hit. that
4: hits okay and uh, is this against snake arms or snake head
3: Uh... Uh, they both have poison damage, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, no, uh, yes, yes, they do. They both have poison okay.
3: damage. Um, I guess neither one of them that I know of has been hit yet. So I guess snake head.
4: Okay. Yeah, he was right in front of you anyway.
3: All right. And then that'll be a couple of these, Uno and those. Four so uh, 16 points of uh piercing damage,
4: okay. So, um, <laughs> Sorry, just how like this this one uh, reared back and like bit into your your side and like reared back <laughs> again and you just came out of
3: combat and just <laughs> <laughs>
4: um and
3: This form does not have uh, a bonus action or a second attack or anything, so I guess I just stay right
4: here. Soak up the damage. Yep. Cool. Yep. Um, Baz, you are prone in front of a guy, so the man with the fancy bow uh, isn't going to target you, um, but he is going to target... uh, I think he's going to turn his attention back onto the um, giant freaking allosaurus in front of him. He gets multi attack but his bow does not have poison damage. Um, for a uh 11 and a 21. Uh, the 21 hits. Cool. He does. Uh, nine or sorry, 10 piercing damage
3: okay and uh all of a sudden you know the Aliosaurus was like and you know chomped onto this guy and all of a sudden <laughs> wRrr, g辣, he turns into a halfling kind of clung to the guy's head with his holding on
4: top of his throat little throat his, his, uh-huh,
3: his, his little halfling mouth on the guy's head um, yeah, so yeah. fantastic. <laughs> Wally. Then, uh, I took
1: damage uh, oh, you did I would break. like. To rage,
4: <laughs> yay! Rage your uh, way, my friend.
1: Wally thumps his foot against the ground, and there is a low rumble. And from out of the ground, you see tens of shifters, bunny shifters, start clawing their way out. And some of them are holding long rifles, and others pitchforks and shovels. Nice. He's going to spin his gun and shoot one of the guys next to uh, Nazrat. Uh,
4: snake arms or snake head? Snake arms. Okay.
1: I don't think he's taking damage yet. He has
4: not. Wait, no, he 22 has. to hit. Yeah. 22 to hit?
1: Yeah.
4: Oh, uh, yes, that hits. Sorry.
1: For 11 piercing damage, as there is a whoop and a holler, and all of these bunny shifters descend upon him.
4: Beautiful. Call calling in the cavalry. Uh, you rage, you shoot, anything else? Uh, no, You're I'm sh- going to survey. Oh, God. Is there any other effect of your... your uh... Uh, So basically
1: the bunny boys will impose disadvantage to that guy if he hits anyone other than me Uh and they'll also gain resistance because they're interfering with the attack
4: Nice, I like it and as soon as he tries to move towards you, you're just going to move away again Yeah, I love it, I love it so much (laughs) Um It is these two guys' turn. Uh, one of them has a halfling on his head. The other has a bow with poisoned arrows, um, and I think he's not going to try and target uh, Nazrat, but instead shoot at Wally. Um, so Wally, here's two arrows coming at you. Oh, oof, Wally. Owie. Owie, my bones. Uh, for a. 9, and a 14. Both miss. Okay. Thwip, thwip, miss, miss. Um, This guy, other guy, is going to try and scimitar and bite back at uh, Nazrat. <laughs> uh, scimitar is a nat 20.
1: Oh no. Oh, oh, that's no. bad.
4: That's real bad. Uh, For... 11 slashing damage. Okay. Um, and then he's going to try and uh, bite you for a 19. Hits. Um, and this one has uh, the bite damage for 7 piercing, 8 poison. Oof. I okay. swear I'm not going to kill you, um, as uh, he kind of, like, grabs you with, like, the one hand, the scimitar, like, slices across you and then takes a bite out of you as he drops you to the ground. All right.
0: Tesh? Tesh is, like, slightly disappointed. Like, oh, he turned back into a halfling already. Right. Okay. Like, he doesn't understand, like... He can get a general read on most people, but Nazrat is so far from what he has thought Nazrat has been every step of the way that now it's like, I don't even care anymore. Let Just let him go. Let's see where this ends up. Uh, and Tesh will cast Shield of Faith on himself. And is there a duder within 60 or within 30 feet of me?
4: Uh, There are 30 feet yes there is uh, one that snake arms uh, that is uh, looking down looking at Wally
0: okay sounds good so just want to check use my bonus action for shield of faith so my shadow can't do anything Um, yeah I'll go over to the one that's standing above Baz and I'm gonna make some attacks
4: with it Oh, yeah, Actually, yeah, the one that was over Baz is also within thirty feet. Okay,
0: yeah, I'll yeah. I'll do that one. I know, I know Baz. Like I've known Nasrat for less than twenty four hours. Yeah, I yeah. have some vested interests here. Uh, so making an attack towards that guy. That dice man. It's a bad time. Um, so I got a nat one. Is a nat one an automatic fail? For attacking. Uh,
4: what's the bonus?
0: My bonus is a 6, but I can do Channel Divinity Guided Strike to give myself an additional plus 10, which would make it a 17 to hit.
4: Um, I don't know what does it say in the rules, because I know for ability checks, it's not always an automatic
1: um, failure. I think by raw, it's an automatic I'm fine with that.
4: Okay, yeah. yeah. Like how a
1: 20 is an automatic success regardless of AC.
4: Yeah, so for attacks, I, I like doing automatic failure, automatic success, but for um, abilities, it's not the case.
0: Okay, that was 19 on the die for a total of 25. To hit for the
4: second attack? Yes. Which does, obviously.
0: Uh, and then that is for 9 points of piercing wait. Mm-hmm. Um sorry, 10. 10 points
4: of piercing. Cool. That makes my math much easier.
0: Uh, and then I'm going to fuck it. I'll sink a channel divinity into this as well. Cool. For or a smite. He's saying smite. channel divinity. Why? You just want to channel so much divinity. Channel it. Uh so that is for an additional 13 points of rate huh? damage.
4: Damn oof! This guy's not looking so good as he stands over menace- stands over Baz menacingly. Mm.
0: Uh, Baz, if I get hit, just run.
4: This one is the one that Wally just shot, and he is going to. What he knows is to go after Wally, so he moves the. Tw- I think it's like about. 15 feet to get to Wally. He'll
1: duck and dance underneath him towards where Nazrat is.
4: Okay. Uh, how far away do you get?
1: Up up on Nazrat and the dude that he's fighting.
4: Okay. Uh, cool. Then this guy will still have enough movement to, to move up to you. Um, which he does, and he wants to attack you, so he's going to take out his sneak hands and try and bite you. Oh, that's uh, the first attack is a eleven, uh, second attack is an at twenty. Oof, oof indeed, my friend. Oof indeed. I I don't I never roll this well. Um, nine piercing damage and fifteen. Uh, how you say poison damage? You are raging though.
1: Yeah, so the piercing gets halved.
4: Yeah. Cool. He snake arms you. Uh, racket uh, sees his friend prone in danger. He's going to swoop down next to you uh, from the rooftop and cast Spirit Guardians. Um, he's going to raise a, a fist uh, in the air and... Um, kind of ghostly figures start crawling out of the ground, much like uh, Wally's bunny Burrows. Um, and if the guy starts his turn, he's going to choose Tesh and Baz not to get hurt by this. Uh, if the guy starts his turn there, he has to make a wisdom saving throw and takes a ton of damage if he fails. And that's one of Baz, uh, Racket's 3rd level spell slots, and then I don't think he can do anything for a bonus action yet. Um, So it's Baz's turn, you are prone, but you are surrounded by friends.
2: That's true, uh, which is a lot better than I left off last turn. Uh, I'm going to hop to my feet, Um, I'm going to kind of duck underneath this guy's snake arm, all the while getting out my short swords, and uh, I'm going to attack him twice. Lee. Twice. Leave. Um,
4: action bonus, action
2: attack. Yeah. Uh, I believe this is at disadvantage because um, still in sunlight.
4: Yeah, if the if, uh, awning hadn't collapsed with you, then you'd be shielded, but.
2: Mm. Unfortunate.
4: And the the attacks, if your target is also in direct sunlight, so even if you're in shade, if your target's in direct sunlight, then you still have a disadvantage. Uh, is he? Does it eleven hit? Um, I do not think so. No, it does not. Just misses.
2: Okay. I'm um, coming in for a second attack. Ooh, that's better. Um, how about a twenty-one? Twenty-one hits. Uh, and Tesh is next to him. Yep. Uh, so, first of all, it's gonna be five piercing damage. Okay. And then, uh, ten sneak oh. attack damage. Nice. Um, <clears throat> so he distracts him with the first slash and then gets him in the ribs with the other one. Nice. Um, and he'll pull that out and kind of sidle up next to Tash and say, listen, so long as you're useful to me for now. We're gonna be fine
0: there's a little like marker in the bottom right that says newfound respect for bass <laughs>
4: tesh
0: will remember this tesh, will remember tesh slightly approves <laughs> tesh um, a heart and a
4: plus five you don't know what I mean. it means but, you know.
2: um, amazing uh i think that's about it uh, that's all i can do Cool. And turn. Well, this
4: this guy starts his turn in the Spirit Guardians. He gets an 11 on his Wisdom saving throw. Good job, idiot! So he takes three D8 damage, uh, which completely eviscerates him. These uh, spectral ghost hands start reaching up and grabbing and pulling him down and just ripping into his his flesh. And he tries to like bite out with his snake arms, but they're just grasped and just ripped out of his out of their sockets. This guy is dead. Nazareth. All right, so
3: if I'm still mind's eye seeing the battle correctly, the guy, the snakehead that I'm fighting, is still there.
4: Yep, snakehead is in front of you. Uh, on your okay. back is Wally with another snake arm guy next to him. Okay, so you guys are kind of like fighting back to back.
3: Um, so I had this all planned out, but I have to think. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so, um, <laughs> so, uh, will, he'll, uh, he'll go, ah, 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 and a plesiosaur uh, suddenly uh, appears behind the snake guy that I'm fighting, and... And it turns its massive, snaky head <laughs> and chomps him. Please, yes, or tries sir. to. How big is
2: that thing?
4: Large, it's... large. Okay. Those um, are like
2: those long-necked finny boys, right? Uh huh. Yep. Aren't they yep. supposed
4: to be in water? <laughs> They're supposed to yep. be in water.
3: <laughs> it's magical, please. <laughs> but they have a big, long. They have a big, long, snaky head, and they can breathe out of water. Okay. So.
4: Uh, So is this a creature that you are summoning?
3: Yes, I'm using Conjure Animals. And it is the animal conjure. Yep, exactly. I could have conjured another Allosaurus, but I thought, that's just, you know, that's my gig right now. Let's change it up.
4: Uh, So this thing appears behind the snake boy, which actually puts it between Snakehead and then the other two guys that are standing behind uh, still at the entrance of the compound.
3: Right, and I'm they can't see me now because there's yeah, so a plesiosaur you in, there. You're in full cover
4: behind this plesiosaur. Uh, uh, and it, it rears its snake-like head and bites down.
3: Bites the snakey guy. Oh, no, not in the bone circle. God damn it. <laughs> um, oh, I don't think it's going to matter. Uh, 14 hit? Yes, it does. Oh, All right. <laughs> plesiosaur. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Seventeen plus four is twenty-one.
4: Twenty-one damage.
3: All right. And I don't believe a Plesiosaur has any other extras. Let me go there real quick. I totally made a huge list of all the animals. So
4: that's okay. amazing. I I couldn't be happier.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, bite attack for. Okay, nope piercing damage, and it's only got the
4: one attack. Okay, yep. Crunch. All right. This creature is large, so it is adjacent to the other two guys, um, cool. and they're not a huge fan of that. Um, the one with the bow is actually, I think, going to... He's the kind of leader. He's smart enough not to just waste all of his attacks on the plesiosaur, so he's going to slither around with this guy uh, and come for Nazrat, uh, never leaving melee with the plesiosaur. Um, And he's going to make two attacks. The first attack, he's going to try and hit you with a... Let's see. Sorry, let me just make sure I'm... Uh, Yep. He's going to whip his tail around and try and wrap it around you. Okay. Uh, for a dirty t- 20 to hit, yep. Uh, you take oof, that was max damage, uh, or close enough. Uh, 15 bludgeoning damage, and you are grappled.
3: Okay, I am out.
4: Uh, he is unconscious. Uh, he <laughs> grabs you. Uh, he used almost all of his movement to get to you, so he's just gonna hold on to you and uh. Does the pleisiosaurus just stay there? I have to look. It's a concentration, uh, isn't it? I
3: don't know. Let me look at the spell.
2: Is this is this conjure fae or? It's conjure, conjure animal. animal. Okay, the way that conjure fae works is that if you lose concentration, it doesn't disappear. You just it's lose control lose of control. it. Ah. I think
4: conjure animal, though they disappear. It should be it's considered. The summoned creatures are friendly. Issue GM
3: it doesn't say, yeah, it does not say, but it, it's
4: concentration though, right? Yeah, if it, if it disappears when
3: it drops to zero hit points or or when the spell ends, right? So, so if, if you go unconscious, that's that's the spell it, ends. ends, yep. All
4: right, it's, well, this thing has the, the snake, snake man has wrapped his tail around you. Yep. Knocked you out in its constricting grasp, and uh, since your plesiosaur disappears, it's going to slither up to uh, Wally and try and bite him. And you already used your thing to get away, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, eleven to hit misses. Cool. Uh, he's right upon you, and he's just holding on to uh, Nazrat. Um. It's your turn, Wally. You have snake arms right next to you. You got snake body and snake head.
1: Can I use my interact to stow the pistol and grab my uh, tomahawk?
4: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And um, which is the yeah. one that got nommed on by the Allosaurus, or is he no longer with
4: us? He's still here. He's Snake Head. I'm gonna attack recklessly. Okay.
1: With the tomahawk. All right. For a natural 20.
4: Fuck yes. Oh no. (laughs) Roll it. Eight
1: and four is 12 points of slashing damage. Okay. Ouch. And if he's still up, I'm going to whip him. All right, he's still up. For a 16. It hits. For nine points of slashing damage.
4: Fantastic. He is up by a
1: hair. Hi.
4: Get it. Get it. I'm funny. Um, Is that your turn, sir? Okay, so...
1: Weirdly enough, okay, he's within five feet of me. Yes, does he get double disadvantage because as a cavalier fighter, I have something called unwavering mark, okay. and while I'm within five feet of the marked creature, it has disadvantage on any attack roll that doesn't target me, and if the max, if the mark creature deals damage to anyone else, I can make a special melee attack on my next turn as a bonus action but also i hit him with my first attack as a barbarian right.
4: so the bunny boys are on him so bunny boys are on him he has disadvantage on attacking anybody else but and also he also has an wavering mark because you are with and that's just a constant thing yeah it doesn't i mean you stack. don't it, oh it does a uh, sack yeah, there's, disadvantage there's no stack. such
2: thing as double disadvantage he has <sighs> disadvantage sad he does life have
4: disadvantage but he can he, he can do nothing about that um, sad life before he tries to attack you because he doesn't like you, uh, one of the other guys with the poison bow is going to go after... Um, I think he's going to go after Baz. Actually, he's, he's got two attacks. He's going to go Baz, Racket. Baz, has a 15 to hit? A 15's going to hit me. Okay. Racket has a... Six.
1: And this is where Baz melts.
4: And this, this is, is how fine. Baz dies. This is fine. You're fine, don't worry. It's only um, some poison next damage. To, next to the Paladin, this is fine. All right, cool. That is six piercing damage and six poison damage. 12 damage total. Uh, that's his turn. Uh, other snakehead boy is going to uh, stab bite that um, bunny boy. He's got disadvantage. No, he doesn't have disadvantage because he's target. It's
1: any other person besides oh. me.
4: So a 10 is going to hit, but a uh, 23 will.
1: Nope, too high.
4: Oh, you're right. It is too high. I'm sorry. Um, that's with the bite. Uh, for 5 piercing?
1: Oh, on the first attack. I did attack recklessly, so you roll at advantage.
4: Oh, okay. It's advantage on but all, right? Yes. Every attack what? until the... My uh, next turn. Yeah. Okay, so how about a 16 on the first attack? Just misses. Does it? Yeah, nice. just misses. Uh, it was already like a 23 for the second attack, so what did I say that was... Five piercing damage, right? Yes. So I said. And uh, 10 poison damage. Fuck.
2: Reckless attack is a lot of fun for the DM when multi attack gets involved.
4: These things are kicking yo asses. Tash. Uh, I'm still up.
0: So there (laughs) are three that are on Wally. Yes. Are they within 20 feet of my spiritual weapon?
4: Uh yes. Okay.
0: Spiritual weapon is going to just like you see it do that like sideways uh shifting motion that they have in like anime and stuff when they move really fast. And then the shadow is just immediately behind um Is there a Jimmy Snake hands among the group? Is there, there is okay. a Jimmy Snake hands amongst the group? Don't trust Jimmy Snake hands. My shadow's gonna attack him first. Um okay go my shadow that is it's 10 so I don't think that's 10 doesn't hit no um that's okay and then there's one that's still next to me or did that one get shredded
4: uh that one was completely shredded okay
0: sweet uh can I get up to wally within 30 feet yes okay I'll move up to wally uh and I'll attack the one in front of me, I would have gone onto the right hand side of Wally. Yeah.
4: So the the one on the right hand side is uh, Snake Body Boy. Okay. Attacking a Snake he's, Body. He's got uh, Nazareth gripped in his tail. Okay.
0: So it is at this time that I would like to use the Channel Divinity to give myself the plus 10 because I wasn't able to before. Ah, okay. Aha! Aha. Yes. So that puts me at a 19 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay, and then I'll do a level one smite on top of that. Okay, smite damage. Wait, before you do that, what's
1: your minimum damage?
0: This guy? Was he the one that was hanging on at a? No,
4: uh, Snakehead was is yeah. hanging on by a thread. I'm not attacking uh, I'm that guy. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's cool who cool.
0: I tr- had my shadow try and strike at, but. Uh, then they are going to take. nine points of piercing damage followed up with 11 points of radiant damage
4: fantastic that's 20 points total and then i'll attack again oh no (laughs) uh
0: that'll hit that's a 24 okay okay and then how's this guy looking I'm gonna save it. I'm just gonna do a regular attack. Uh and that is for seven points of piercing.
4: Okay. He's not looking great, but he's uh not as bad as Snakehead McGee.
0: And that's all I can do.
4: Um Snake Arms. Uh, is still up and next to Wally and he was he started he's gonna he's gonna start what he was already started and going to finish it um, hit me I'm buff. actually they've got one um make a wisdom saving throw Wally actually that's my better wisdom stat
1: 15
4: you,
0: you get plus two
2: yes ten. Oh, uh, 10.
4: Uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> two plus two plus 17. <laughs> okay. Um, he hisses uh, in your ear, come with us, as he tries to cast suggestion on you, but you save.
1: Wouldn't I make it at advantage because we're in combat?
4: Uh, does, does suggestion at it's advantage?
1: A charm effect, isn't it? I think it uh, doesn't matter. I, I passed anyway. <laughs> if,
2: if it doesn't say anything about being hostile or non hostile, then. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. I'm maybe thinking about your own person. friends.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Friends. Yeah. So it, it it the spell ends if some one of its companions harms you. Anyway, he's trying to entice you to join the dark side. Um, that's that's my turn. secret,
1: Snakey. I've been part of the dark side this entire time.
4: Racket. Uh, he has. He, he's been whenever he cast Toll the Dead has been like hitting his uh, spear, which has like the uh, tuning fork tongs on it. Um, on the on the back end, and then the front end has a, a, a spear tip, um, and he dings that again. But instead of casting Toll the Dead, cast Spare the Dying at a distance because he can do that, um, and that puts um, a, a Spare the Dying on Nazareth. Um, <laughs> and he, what's what's the thing about casting two spells? You can't. You can't… Bonus
0: action and leveled spell.
1: Yeah.
4: One's got to be a uh, cantrip, I believe. Okay. If you you use a bonus action as the spell. But he does not have Healing Word, he only has Cure Wounds. Um, So he's going to uh, soar over into the thick of it, bringing his spirit guardians with him, uh, putting all three of those guys in his spirit guardians, and he's going to cast Cure Wounds on Nazrat. And because he's Circle of Mortality, that gives you the max healing. Yep. Um, Grave Cleric. Grave Cleric. So that's, uh, what is that, eight. Help. What level is he casting eight. it at? Uh, at level one. So uh, eight 14, plus 14 uh, points of healing to you, my friend. He's a champion of the people, and he brings the spirit guardians with him. Baz. Excellent.
2: Uh, Baz is going to take a knee right where he's at, uh, and just kind of snap the uh, arrow where it is at his gut. Uh, <laughs> and he's going to have his rifle again, and line up the sights with somebody. Um, who is not looking the roughest, but like the second rough.
4: The second roughest is the guy that's currently grappling Nazrat.
2: Has he got something? Uh, I, I mean, like I, Nazrat's up now, so yeah, he's got somebody Pesh adjacent is. to him. And oh, Tesh is uh, also uh, within five uh, uh, feet. Uh, oh. um,
4: but you do have disadvantage.
2: That's fine. I'm, um, I'm taking a shot. I'm
4: taking the shot. Take the shot.
2: Uh, does a? It... <sighs> I believe it's a. No. Yes. No
4: um 15 hit.
2: 15 hits. Ha <laughs> ha, Um that's going to be 11 piercing damage. Oof. from my rifle. Uh and some super attack damage
4: is going to be 6. Oof. He looks very very beat up. Uh he also uh, looks pissed because the buddy the the guy that he is grappled is awake.
2: Uh Baz um is stoic for a moment, and then he just goes hey, and then he's going to roll back and hide.
4: Cool. You kind of like roll back into a, a doorway. Mm-hmm. Um, An 18 to hide. Cool. You are hidden, my friend. Um, at the top of the round is Nazrat. You are awake. I can breathe. I can <laughs> fart! Oh.
3: <laughs> he's gotten it. He's like, oh hell! up. Ah. And uh, all of a sudden, you see a Nazareth uh, face, kind of like like a snake unhinging his jaw. Except instead of fangs, they're like thorns, and they seem to be dripping acid. And he just goes <laughs> and bites down on the uh, the, the snake's tail.
4: Uh, primal using- fury,
3: <laughs> primal savagery. Yep,
4: and fantastic.
3: Oh, you. I should have used <laughs> the stupid dice on the roller. Okay. um, So I only got a 10. So I. 10 does not I, hit. I, his tail flicks at the last second. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> just bite at the air. Yep. I go, oh, being flung around.
4: Right. Yep. Uh, uh, and that's,
3: I think, all I got.
4: Okay. Well, on this guy's turn, he has to make a wisdom saving throw to not be torn into the deep depths by the uh spiritual guardians um and he makes a 13 which is not enough you guys gotta watch out uh racket's gonna kill everybody for you (laughs) i'm okay with that um Uh, Much like before, uh, hands, pale and ghostly, start grasping out of the ground like zombies raising from the dead, and they're grabbing at this uh, snake-tailed boy and uh, just rip him down to to the ground. Kidding him. Wally. Uh, Who looks torn up? Snakehead or... Snakehead, right in front of you, is the most torn up. And then what about Snake Arms McGee? Snake Arms McGee is actually looking pretty fine. Cool. Uh, sure. Hatch it into a whip.
1: I'm gonna hatch it, Snake Arms McGee. Okay. Uh, Reckless. I've Reckless. learned my lesson. I've <laughs> learned my lesson. Fifteen. Fifteen hits. Hey now, hey now. Ten points of slashing damage.
4: Ten points of slashing damage. Okay. That hurts. He's not down. Not snake arms. Snake head. Oh, you were hitting snake uh, arms, right?
1: Yeah, I was hitting snake arms.
4: Snake head is the one that looks really oh, okay. bad. Cool.
1: And a dirty 20 with the whip.
4: On? Uh, snake head. Okay, that hits, yeah. For 8 points of slashing damage. Cool. How do you uh, kill snake head?
1: I imagine Wally Um turns and kicks snake arms in the gut and as he does so he throws the whip and extends and it just like whoops, an eyeball goes soaring into the air yes. fantastic
4: anything else in your turn
1: it's gonna bounce on his feet and go bye and then run away i'll cool. provoke from the provoke snake
4: arms uh, he only gets one attack with an opportunity attack, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's an at one.
1: I'm moving 30 feet away from him.
4: Cool. Uh, just which direction? Like, just straight back, or?
1: Uh, if it's forward, Nazrat, um, to my left is Snakehead, I'm going to move to the right and away. Okay,
4: and that'll put you over near where Baz was. Cool. Cool. That's where you go. Had. Uh, well, he's hidden. You don't have that high of, with the passive perception to see him. Wow. Uh, the guy with the bow um, has just seen most of his uh, companions go down, including his leader. He may be a little tilted, but uh, seeing the uh, tasty-looking flying aracocra um, fly in, he's going to take a shot at him twice. Uh, oof! Those are both going to hit. I think it was at 28, and at, or not 28, but high enough. Um, four. Oof. Uh, 14 piercing and 14 poison. This racket takes 28 points of damage. Um, and he has to see if he keeps concentration on his spiritual guardians, which he does. Um, That was B's turn. Tesh, it is your turn.
0: There's still one in front of me?
4: There is, Snake Arms is slightly adjacent to you. All
0: right, I'll stab him. Make it real simple. That is a 13 to hit.
4: 13 to hit will hit. Oh, neat oh sorry um before it's your turn uh the guy that just shot racket um he is going to start uh leaving guess okay. 30 feet uh out into the thoroughfare
0: gotcha okay so that's 11 damage 11 damage and then still up ouchie he is still up okay second attack that's another natural one what is happening Oof. I feel sorry for you guys tomorrow night cuz if I'm rolling like trash now.
4: hoo wee! Yep. <sighs>
0: uh and then Tessa's shadow will approach this dude and make a dragon's claw attack.
4: Yeah, your your shadow was already behind him.
0: Yep. Uh that is a 24 to hit. Yeah. Four. 4 points of force damage. Ouch.
4: Anything else in your turn, sir?
0: Um, this guy went 30 feet away.
4: Uh, yes. Um, the other snake headed guy who had a bow, uh, it's been just unloading on you guys, is was, was running away. Okay. Um, he was already 10 feet away from you when he started, or actually, he was 20 feet away from you when he started to leave. Gotcha.
0: Um, fuck it. Tesh will try and run away, like, towards that guy
4: okay yeah uh provoking op- opportunity attack from snake arms
0: yes but didn't snake arms try and make an attack of opportunity he already did make an Wally. opportunity attack so he can't yep so Tesh is just going to move 30 feet towards the dude who's trying
4: to leave okay
0: and then leave his shadow there to deal with um snake arms
4: um that means that snake arms has nazrat still next to him and you just move your 30 feet? Yeah. Uh, cool. That's it. Um, so Snake Arms um, is not going to go for Nazrat. Uh, he is not going to disengage. He is going to use his action to turn into a snake, and he's going to slither into the ruins, um, getting an opportunity attack from Nazrat.
3: So, can I use Primal Savagery on a. And a uh, not unless you have Warcaster.
1: Yeah. Not unless
4: that has I to be an have. an opportunity attack.
3: Um, okay. Um, what do I got then? Um. All right. I guess. Great club. <laughs>
4: and. Okay.
3: And 9 plus 6 is 15?
4: Yep, that'll hit.
3: Alright. 6 plus 3, 9 points of damage.
4: <laughs> you bring your Great Club down on this medium-sized snake as it tries to slither away. You probably like, crush a few vertebrae in its tail as it tries to slither into the uh, ruins uh racket um ow oof owie i just got shot help um is going to cast cure wounds on himself uh for that 14 points of uh, healing and baz you are hidden there is one guy slithering away you can still see him um but you'd have to move from your position to see the guy that is actually running away that tesh is chasing
2: Right, so Arms is now a snake and he's slithering away.
4: Yes. Um, and Snakehead
2: is running with Tash in pursuit. Uh, yes. is Leader
4: Legs dead? Uh, le- Leader No Legs is dead.
2: Okay, cool. That's good. I missed that. Um, yeah, I'm gonna try and shoot the the slithery snakey boy. Okay. <sighs> I'm gonna peek out through a window and poke out a, a rifle and yeah, I attack you. Uh, a nineteen to hit.
4: Nineteen to hit will hit. Uh, I forgot to say at the start of uh, Snake Hands, now Snake Boy, uh, he failed his saving throw against the Spirit Guardians and took a lot of damage. Oh, anyway, nice. Go ahead, roll your damage. Um, I don't have
2: advantage on this. He's not. Uh, he's not. Uh, five feet adjacent to anybody. Um, so this is going to be seven. Uh, ten piercing damage. That's on the rifle
4: is exactly lethal. Nice. Uh, You scope in on him and right through the back of his slithery snake head and he goes limp on the ground. Um, Alright. Do rifles expel shells? Yeah, I mean it's got bullet casings in it so like you just and the shell comes out.
2: Uh, so he expels that shell as he moves to the next window and rolls another, uh, stealth. Do it. Uh, not as great, but still not terrible. Eleven.
4: Okay. Did you roll a two? (laughs) Yep! (laughs) (laughs) Not great, she says, rolling a two.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I've got enough stealth to make up for it. It's You are still hidden. he ru- he stumbles to the next window, holding his wound.
4: You like break through, break some glass or something. That, that awesome.
3: shell expended, but it went right down a set of stairs. Ting, 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 yeah. ting, 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 ting,
4: into the basement, <laughs> leading directly <laughs> back to him. Um, at the top of the round, Nazareth, one enemy remaining, and he is running.
3: Oh, so you did kill the the one that was slithering away. Yep. Shot right um, through the back of the head. And the other guy is at this point. He is forty feet away from me.
4: He is fifty feet away from you. And actually, from, me. from your vantage point, you can't even see where he is. You can just see Tesh as he's about to go around the corner of the wall.
3: Okay. Um. God, I just got nothing um so do i think if i move if i move my 30 i'd be able to see the guy running
4: yes okay
3: i will do that and huck my boomerang at him all right <laughs> good thing it's a boomerang i wait for it to come back
4: <laughs> <laughs> what your you roll
3: so that's a um, nine altogether
4: <gasps> uh, th- this th- you uh, come around the corner and see this guy like scrambling up onto that big thoroughfare and just whip it and it goes right over his head and starts going all the way back
3: <laughs> just stand there looking disappointed
4: no. um, Wally you are you're just standing next to a window and a bullet shell just suddenly or a bullet just suddenly burst out of it and killed a snake. They are about uh, 60 feet from you, uh, but you can still see him, or you, you cannot see him from your vantage point. Uh,
1: while he takes a three point runner stance, and as the bullet hits the last casing, boom 40 feet of movement around the corner. Does he see the guy? Yep. He's going to huck his hand axe at him.
4: <laughs> All right, Patriot. Uh, 16. I, I am going to say uh, 16 hits. I am going to say this will be the first attack that hits this guy. Nice. <laughs> 16 does hit. Go ahead, roll damage.
1: Uh, 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 Eight points of slashing. All right. And the bunnies descend upon him. He's
4: got bunnies. He's, eh, like... Terrifying little creatures. Uh, it is this guy's turn. He is going to, um, let's see. He's going to turn into a snake <laughs> uh, and keep using his movement to uh, get over the thoroughfare about thirty feet away from where he was before. Uh, your boom, your hand-axe drops to the ground where, where he changed amongst the foliage. Um, that is his turn, Tesh. Uh, you had just gotten to the corner, so you were 20 feet from him. He is now 50 feet from you and starting to uh, get into the vegetation that is covering this entire area. As a snake. buddy.
0: Thank you, we're professionals here. Tesh will make a uh, full round action to move. Okay. Get up to the snake. And then Ooh. uh he'll steadily be moving his shadow because the shadow can only move in twenty feet twenty foot intervals.
4: Does your shadow do like the like blur thing and shoot forward and yep. blur thing and move forward? Oh, Terrifying. Yeah. Cool. That is what you do. You uh, move up to next to him, right? Yep. You guys are like kind of on the far edge of this, uh, or like in the middle of this big thoroughfare. Um, he is a snake. You are a man. You are alone.
0: Could I make it any more obvious?
4: <laughs> um, Racket healed himself. He is not going to go chasing. Um, Nazrat looks the worst. Um, But I don't think he wants to spend his uh, spell slot. Uh, So he's only going to fly up next to uh, Nazrat at like kind of this opening to the courtyard and ready to attack with his spear in case anybody comes up. Bass. They are now uh, let's see, what is that? It's like six, uh, 90 feet away from you.
2: Could I um, get to the roof again um, okay. so I can get a better vantage point?
4: Sure, yeah, absolutely. Um, you, you're you able to use your movement just to get up onto the roof since you have to use half movement to climb.
2: Still hitting? Or hidden? double movement.
4: Uh, yeah, actually. Well, yes.
2: All right, I'm gonna line up one more shot. I'm getting good at shooting Snikes. Uh, 13. That hits.
4: Test and is there's somebody,
2: party. there's somebody adjacent. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, where'd the other d8 go? I'll find it later. Uh. Let's see. I knew that was going to be a bad idea. Um, twelve piercing damage and uh, eleven sneak attack.
4: Ouch! This guy's trying, but you guys aren't making it easy. (laughs) One more, and I'm gonna have to reload. (laughs) Uh, I
2: will duck down and hide. Okay.
4: 24. 24 uh, is very good, and you are hidden from everybody. Nazrat, it is the top of the round. Um, in fact, I'm going to say because you are a halfling, uh, you you actually lost sight of them as they're up on Correct. the thoroughfare and uh, 50 feet away. Actually, right. 60 feet away from you.
3: Uh, so all I can see is uh, the Aarakocra Mm-hmm. And Uh, I guess I'll talk to him in his head and I'll be like shall we hold our ground here
4: that is so weird for Racket (laughs) that you're he can hear you in his
3: head and he can talk back
4: yeah he's like what
3: (laughs) he's looking the (laughs) halfling's looking up at him
4: with his hands on his hips (laughs) um I guess. (laughs) What? He's a little blown away. (laughs) Uh, But yes, you hold ground here.
3: Alright, I got my great club ready.
4: Uh, Cool. Wally. Can I still see the snake, or do I have to move a little bit more? Uh, You'd have to get up onto the thoroughfare to see him, but since you have 40 feet of movement, you can. He's going to
1: drop his whip, and with his interact action, go for his back gun. Okay. And uh, there he is. Going through
4: all of your weapons in one one encounter.
1: <laughs> I need to. That's what I do.
4: That's fantastic. Uh,
1: he spots Tesh and he spots the snake, and yep. he'll drop his rage. Okay. The bunnies um disappear and. He's going to go into a um, quick draw stance, and then he'll pull out a gun with a brilliant flash of light and fan it six times. Okay. And deal 29 damage force.
4: All right. Is this your? Uh, is this a? Go ahead. Go ahead and tell what me what the this fuck is this. Go ahead. Tell me what it is.
1: There is a guitar rift on the
4: wind. It's as um, Teodoro, Guado. Teodoro Guado. Ding, ding, ding,
1: ding, ding. Six bullets fire out from it and arc upwards and around Tesh and just strike down. It takes no bullets and it never misses.
4: Uh, 29 force damage, eh? Legendary
2: uh, Pistol of Teardor Guado.
4: Teardor Guado. <laughs> Guado. How do you kill him?
1: <laughs> That's just it. It's just bludgeoning the snake on the ground and when it's finished... The snake um, had
4: turned around and was rearing back to uh, attack uh, strike Tesh. A- and it's like... it's It had like clouded vision as these bunnies roll over it and the bunnies like disappear and it thinks it's got Tesh now. has got Tesh in its, in its grasp. Um, and... These golden beams of uh, bullets, lights, just start piercing through him a ton of times. And he, he much like the uh, symbol of Dendar the Night Serpent, wrapped around with its mouth open to consume the world, its mouth wide open and collapses to the ground.
1: Wally will bring the pistol tip to his lips and shoot fish in a barrel.
4: You guys are out of
0: combat. I'm sorry, what just happened? And Tesh like <laughs> looks towards you, looks towards Nazrat. Not bad, not bad, the both of you. Uh, thanks. It's no wonder you've both survived
1: so long in this god's awful place. I mean, Nazrat did most of the heavy lifting. I'm sorry, Mr. Nazrat did the heavy lifting. Um... Nazrat.
3: Just Nazrat.
4: <laughs> uh, as you guys are saying this uh, timidly from uh, behind Nazrat and Racket uh, Orvex is shuffling up It's like, are they gone? Are they gone, Sean? You're, like, surveying the battlefield uh, Yes uh, We've dealt
0: with these five most handedly What? Is this common? Actually, wait, no, I get it now.
1: I believe we're in Omu, Mr. Teshrail.
0: The snakes aren't snakes. Right, isn't that
1: what it said? <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, there's a thump as Baz touches down behind uh, the group uh, and uh, clinking as he's reloading his uh, rifle.
4: Yeah, the warranty the of this shitty, they're, they're crawling over the place. I thought we were well guarded here in this courtyard, but they attacked last night. Took the Red Wizards out so handedly, I'm surprised you were able to fight back.
0: Is anyone injured? Is anyone hurt? <clears throat>
4: Wally raises guess, a hand. Raises his hand. <laughs>
0: uh tesh will go to racket first
4: oh buddy uh
0: on a scale of
3: on
4: a scale of uh 1 to 35 he's about a 21
0: okay i'll give him i'll give him 10
4: oh thanks buddy
0: and then oh, thank you uh does baz look injured
4: oh very He's at like half health. <laughs>
2: he's got, he's still got like half a, a an arrow sticking out of him, and the the blood stain just keeps on spreading. But he just kind of like pulls his uh his coat over it.
0: Tesh will go up to Baz and ask Scar or no Scar. Doesn't matter. Scar it is. And Tesh will grip the arrow, pull it out, and then just lay on hands. But enough so that way it's not, like, fully healed over. It does just leave, like, a, a scar of where you got shot with an arrow. He he barely flinches. Give you ten. He's got a few of those.
4: Um, actually, Rocket, uh, feeling a lot better now with that. Those uh, That healing is going to cast Cure Wounds. Which, Nazrat or Wally? Which one of you looks worse?
1: Probably um, Nazrat. He went down.
4: I, I'm bloodied. I'm uh, way under half. All well, right. he is going to give you another uh, solidly under. For wins.
0: I'll give Wally ten. I'll give Wally my last ten.
4: Uh, Eleven more for Mazrat. Cool. Actually, no. He's going to cast it at second level.
0: And if anybody had any disease 18. or
4: poison affecting them. Um, uh, Baz. Hmm. That long bow that the, uh, the the big guy was carrying, oh. a sparkle catches your eye.
2: Sorry, I was worried that you said that to me after he mentioned poison. I was like, okay, ah. here it <laughs> um, Yeah, Baz is just going to walk up to it and investigate
4: it. It is a very intricately designed uh, bow. Hold on, let me... It is a, a longbow that is painted and carved like a serpent with a tiny amber gemstone for eyes. It looks quite valuable, but it also feels magical. Hmm.
2: He's going to kind of examine it um, and then slide it with the rest of his weapons. I'll give that a better look at when we're <coughs> in less danger.
4: We should find a place to bunker down while we uh, heal ourselves up. I'll stand
0: guard wherever we are. I'm honestly feeling fine. <sighs>
4: Took no damage. Nobody even tried to attack me the whole encounter. You, you stayed in the back until the very end. I tried to catch up to <laughs> a dinosaur and <laughs> no goddamn jackalope man. <laughs> That's
2: super thing. Ba- Baz walks up to you. He's got the long uh, bow over his arm. And he just gives you a look up and down. Uh, and says they didn't even touch it, did they?
0: They didn't even bother trying to attack me.
2: Good job. <laughs>
0: well, thank you. We should get that looked at, and he's pointing at the bow as you're walking off with it.
1: <laughs> uh, While he's collecting his various weaponry. Yeah.
4: <laughs> uh, uh, you wouldn't happen to have any of that healing for a. a little old man that's, uh, taken a bit of a beating as well. I'll give him Would a cure,
0: you say I'll use my last spell slot to cure wounds him. Ah, oh, thank you. He gets the minimum of three.
4: That's Less. fine. <laughs> it
0: wasn't out of pity, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> that's
4: fine. Uh, I, I need a little bit helps. I like exactly. the idea. play, who are you? Oh, right, sweet. I, I didn't even really get a chance to introduce myself. Ovex Ugramus, Professor of History. I uh, came to this city with the Red Wizards in search of the Lost Tomb, the Tomb of the Nine Tricks to Gods. They're quite interested in it, but I'm just interested in its historical significance. There's said to be untold treasures in there.
2: I'm Eustace. My friends call me Baz.
4: Well, it's a pleasure to meet you, Eustace.
2: He will shake his hand. Do you know, uh, anything about this place?
4: Oh, so much about this place. I've been studying the, uh, the ancient Oumuans for, for years, ever since I learned about this forbidden shitty. In fact, I, uh, don't mean to brag, but I've been able to translate all of their texts. And I uh have done my fair share in studying the the legend behind this place.
2: Vaz turns around, raises his eyebrows. He knows everything about the forbidden shitty.
0: So you're telling me you can translate Oman? Of course you have just become an incredibly valuable ally.
4: Are you planning on... Exploring the city? Are you going to go to the shrines? Please, oh, mm. let me come with you. If we
0: must visit the shrines, then so be it.
4: You are more have than you, welcome
0: to join us.
4: Have you heard of the, the the legend of the nine trickster gods? I have not, personally. It's, it's a fantastic tale. You see, hundreds of years ago, Omu, this city... The shining jewel of chot. It was, it was famed all around the world, and then it fell into to disrepair. Uh, allegedly, uh, the the god Obteo abandoned the the people of Omu, uh, and the legend, as the legend goes, uh, the god Obteo hardened his hearts and vowed to weep for the people of Omu. He he brings out a book that he has written, because um, he he's he's a professional. Uh, long ago, the god Uteo hardened his heart and vowed to weep for the people of Omu no longer. The rain stopped, the jungle withered and died, and death swept through Omu. One morning, a wise Zorbo emerged from a hollow tree and spoke to the dying Omuans. To convince Upteo of their worth, she decided to cook him a stew made from all their good qualities. Catching such virtues wouldn't be so easy, so she asked a wily Almiraj to help her. The Almiraj snuck recklessness into the pot, which she saw as a virtue, and Octavio spat out the stew when he tasted it. From that day on, U- Obulaka, the Zorbo, and Izzin, the Almiraj, became terrible enemies. At noon, a brave comedon hopped down from her rock. She saw the evil in the Umun's heart and decided to latch it like a troublesome boil. The comedon fashioned a holy spear, but she left it by the river's bank, and a crafty grung sold it. In her rage, Shigambi the commandant, forgot all about the Omoons and chased Nang-Nang, the grung, forever across the sky. When evening came, a wily Ebli stepped from his reed hut. He didn't like the Omoons, but without them he'd have no one to play his tricks on. The Ebli sent a marsh frog to reason with Upteo, but the frog was angry and decided to rattle the god instead. This amused Upteo, so he gave the frog tentacles to make him stronger. When Kabazon, the frog hemoth returned to Papazadol, the ebri's house, reed hut, he chased Papazadol into the swamp with his new tentacles. That night, a shoe monster broke into Uptayo's palace and stole a pail of water from the Amuans. When the god came running to find it, the shoe monster hid the pail in a jackalized barrow. Uptayo asked the jungle animals where his water was hidden, and Moa, the jackal, was too honest to lie. When Wango, the Sioux monster, found out how Moa had betrayed him, he vowed to catch the Jagulae and eat him up. Jagulae, Jag, or Jagulae. <laughs> I'm not done, Shun. Hold on.
1: There's a small trickle of blood down Wally's nose.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All the while, Unk, the snail, f- lived deep under the earth. The noise of the other animals fighting made him slither up to the surface, and when day dawned over his shell, the light blinded Oteo and made his eyes water. Life returned to Omu, and the people built shrines to honor the animals who saved them. It's a fanciful story, but the shrines exist. They're scattered throughout the city. And that was a life. Yes. That
1: was a lot. Do you have like a spark notes version for us common folk?
4: Oh, certainly, son. Anyone can learn history. What's the a legend soulmate? is, I'm sorry. What's, What's a jackal? <laughs> uh well, there's there's plenty of different creatures that uh, live in Chult. I'm sure you've run into many of them.
2: I mean, that was a a lot of names and a lot of a lot of things that we're not familiar with. But the All gist but was better
0: to bring the... our dear friend with us.
4: So if we the, have any questions, we could just ask him. The the what? fact remains that to get into the tomb of the nine of these nine trickster gods, where they were buried after they were murdered at some point by uh, <laughs> what, what? Oh, I've so much to tell you,
1: Mister Nazareth. What's a frog lieth? A frog hemoth. Frog? He- <laughs> is that a uh, is that a stage up
4: from a frog lieth, or? <laughs> Uh, certainly. Massive creature. Giant frog. Tentacles out of its back. What? I don't even
2: want to know what a flail snail is.
4: It's a snail that has big meaty eyeballs that it uses to whack people with. It strikes people with its own eyes? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I have to look it back up. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't run into one yet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Umu. Omu's a weird place. Let's not go there.
4: <laughs> it is a silly place. Regardless, to get into the tomb of the nine trickster gods, you need to collect the, the, the puzzle cubes. The, you have to raid the shrines, and that will gain you access to the tomb. Uh,
2: the puzzle cubes are the key. That's uh, what the graffiti said back there.
4: Yes, the puzzle cubes are the key.
1: Well, when okay. do we get to the pieces of the monkey so we can get through the hidden temple?
4: Uh, well, you can go to Wongo's shrine if you're talking about monkeys.
1: We're not trying to
0: find a temple, Wally. We're trying to find a tomb, or this Rasnasi fellow.
2: We've already found it. We've already taken on the Temple Guardian, so we're gonna be fine.
1: Oh. I think this is more of a tomorrow affair. I'm. There's some wires that are crossed up here, and I need to re an information dump.
4: And uh, as you mentioned it, I am quite uh, beaten up as well. I'm going to need some rest, but please, I I want to come with you.
2: Baz is going to try and find a safe place to make camp for tonight.
4: Okay, where would you like to make camp? Didn't Um, we just wake up? It it, it is not even midday.
2: Mr. I'm out of spell slots. I'm
0: fine without spell slots," he said, like a liar. But
2: like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're almost out of lay on hands. You're the only can... thing keeping my boy on his feet, buddy. I
1: if we head up to the, him also. if we head up to the thoroughfare, I'm pretty sure we can get a good view of the city. Might oh, spot a house. I
4: wouldn't be up there. I said, you'll be you'll be sheen by anything. True. Uh, Not that I can shame much health, considering we thought we were safe here.
2: Very little sees me, and nothing sees me when I'm invisible.
1: When I was up on the thoroughfare, did I see this fucking lava pit? Oh, yes.
4: (laughs) Oh, yes, you did. There is a great giant rift in the city, filled with lava. As you do. Um, yeah so how would you guys like to uh to proceed um mechanically orbex is suffering from three levels of exhaustion cool buddy and has seven hit points bless buddy we should
0: make camp and then baz i still have the ability to make someone disappear for an hour, if you wanted to try and find Rinrin, or Hassan,
1: or Azaka, oh,
4: you, you, right? al- you shouldn't be
1: heading out. You shouldn't be heading out alone by yourself. That's
4: mm.
1: out there by yourself.
2: I do just fun on my own. If I'm not picking any fights, that is. I was about to say. I'm not.
1: Well, as long as you say so, so, so I can't country anymore.
2: I'm tired. I'm
4: <laughs> too tired, of country. I'm, I'm too I, tired, of country. I, I, I gotta admit,
2: I, I, it's it's getting hard to to to, to under- between
4: under- the two of you,
2: <laughs> between Sean Connery and and. What are Billy you talking Lepito about? My name's Joel
4: Vecchi, not Sean Connery.
0: <laughs> Or Rex Connery. i been hunting Rex an Connery. airship called the Red October.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm means, Egyptian. That being said, I think we are at a uh, a decent stop- stopping point, even though we still have time today. Yep. So let's discuss how we want to proceed into the following day.
2: I reckon we make camp. Uh, Baz gets a, a, a power up from Tash. You know, smack him on the ass. Go get him, big bu- Go get him, big guy. Um, and he's, at, uh, Baz is just going to scan the perimeter and make sure everything's safe.
4: Okay. Yeah. Um, roll your stealth. With advantage because advantage invisible? Advantage because you're invisible. Yay! Ooh.
3: Can you do invisible and pass without trace?
4: Oh, certainly.
3: Yeah, but let's do that. He's
2: already used his pass. St- oh, shit.
3: I have it. And I have, oh, yeah, that's
0: a, right. I, have I, I have spell it. slots you would, left. You would have to be within... 10 feet 10 feet 10 feet of you
2: 10
4: feet so, the a time but he is a he, halfling
2: he is a halfling do you yeah. want to come with you want to go with sure let's go let's go down to the water let's do it. <laughs> get, we'll get go down to the creek and put our feet in the water shrugs
4: <laughs> like all right i guess <laughs> i mean roll, roll your thing at advantage see if you need to bring the past that of trace with you
2: well yeah. um i got a
4: 26. I, I don't think you need to bring the Pass Without a Trace with you. Okay,
3: I'll do Pass Without a Trace then on us at the camp. <gasps> That's so that a good
4: the, idea. You guys at the camp are are hidden if anything were to come up. What's um, your Pass Without
3: a Trace look like? I, I, I talk to the jungle. <laughs> I, I basically like, hey guys, we need to be hidden for a while. Keep everybody away from us. And and the vines kinda of grow and move and the, the the leaves sprout or you know, turn towards the, the sun so that they
4: block us. Nice. Uh so the, the rest of you kinda of set up a, a small camp. Um Racket goes digging in his uh bag of holding and brings out the alchemical jug that's leaking poison and stoppers that up and they uh he gets the water and, and uh helps uh, out he, he takes care of Orphex who is thirsty and dying um, Sounds
1: books are in the bag
4: Aww. which books
1: the oh, um medical the journal. journal and the oh. other one.
4: Oh no oh, but no.
0: does racket know that they're in there
4: no so
0: nope. he won't know to grab for them
4: But other people who know that they put that Hassan put them in there,
2: other people who care about Hassan will know that he put them in there.
4: We'll uh, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> other um, people
2: who are going to be mourning his recent death,
4: his his definite death that he died. Uh, Baz, <laughs> where are you? Are are you looking? How far um, are you planning on getting away?
2: Well, it, it depends on where we make camp. Are we like you know basically setting up in a in an abandoned uh, building?
4: Yeah, like, just a a building within this compound, I think.
2: Sure. Um, Baz is not going to get out of, like, earshot of his buddies. Um, Okay. He's going to go about as far as he dares, um, but he's going to, like, do a pretty thorough check of, like, just a, a general radius from the camp.
4: Okay. Um, I'll also say you kind of like clamber up onto the thoroughfare and just like scan the city because from that vantage point you can you can see a lot and see a lot. You do. Um, It is lush with life. There are birds flying around. There is a lot of movement uh, in underbrush all around. the river way off uh, in the distance is uh, teeming with life, and even it pouring into that giant chasm to the east is sending steam and mist into the air. Uh, A lot of buildings look ruined, dilapidated, uh, but you can spy a few buildings that uh, look different from the rest. They look more um, ceremonial. Uh, and you think that these might be the shrines, the closest of which is directly behind the uh, the co- compound that you guys are at. And another one lies uh, to the east of this uh, thoroughfare by, by the, the ledge. And uh, out on a pillar standing amongst that crater uh, is another building that looks um, significant. Um, but you also see something that catches your eyes that you find uh that sends a chill down your spine because way off to the north on the far end of this thoroughfare uh you you feel at first kind of a, a shaking in the ground a thud 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 and you look up that way and you see a very brightly colored a bunch of very brightly colored feathers moving through uh the vegetation um it is a very large creature whatever it is it is moving fast it is very brightly colored and you blink and it's gone it's fine it's fine
2: that's fine that's
4: fine it's not fine um and that's where we'll call it for today yay
0: thank you tyler for running this wonderful game i I am sussed about the big mass of feathers moving through the jungle, but I'm sure that it's... All hail it's... the King of Feathers. All hail the King of Feathers. Uh, speaking Ooh. of the King of Feathers, who plays our local Coker Tyler, where can we find you? What do you
4: do? Hi, my name is Tyler. Uh, also known as atfroththeinferno on Twitter. Uh, you can find me there and here on Sundays running the Tomb of Annihilation.
0: Excellent, and RJ, where can we find you? What do you do?
1: Hey everybody, I'm RJ on The Inner World, so you can catch me at RJ's 282 on Twitter and Twitch where I tweet about the nerdy things in my life and sometimes stream. You can catch me here on Sundays, and on Mondays, Sundays as Wally, the barbarian fighter shifter, and on Mondays in our homebrew campaign as Kalem, the shatterkai wizard cleric. Uh, this week I'm not doing anything in particular, but I will be tweeting if anything happens.
0: Excellent. And GB,
3: can't hear you. It's picking
0: up on Zoom, but nothing what? was coming through.
3: There you go. Hey. All right, all right. I just wasn't loud enough. All right. Uh, Graybeard, Graybeard Tavern. Check my Twitter, Graybeard Tavern, for uh, a lot of political ranting and raving and COVID uh, information. <laughs> Other than that, find find my schedule there and catch us Wednesday right back here at 8.30 for Monster Noir. Other than that, check my Twitter. It's all good.
2: Hi, everybody. I'm Danae Keener. You can find me at DanaeKeener.com. I do nerdy drawings mostly related to D&D and a lot of things on this channel. Uh, I play as Coriander the elegant Paladin during our Four Keeps game, which is a home crew game on Mondays. And on Sundays right here, uh, I play as baz the drow rogue fighter uh in our doom of annihilation game and um you can go to at to see the this the streaming schedule that i just described to you denekeener.com
0: and if you've made it this far you probably already know who i am but if you don't hey acorns what's up it's me your buddy your pal your friend the indoor adventurer the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures we do shows like this monday and thursday at 5 30 p.m pacific standard time or on sundays at 7 o'clock p.m pacific standard time and as gb already mentioned this week you can tune in to wednesday for our monster noir game at 5 30 where gb runs it danae's in the game satan's in the game uh and our dear friend Alyssa vamp and Koss uh are both in the game as well uh i described satan and as a vamp differently because someone has a book and won't stop talking to the devil Danae. uh but if this is your first time joining us consider going to check out all of our vods at youtube.com slash indoor adventures or Or go towards where anywhere audio casts are made available for free and right now speaking of free we are going into our after show called Knights in the Courtyard currently hosted at patreon.com slash indoor adventures where we answer questions not only from the community but also from each other so if you have any questions for myself or any of these fine folk that is the best place to try and uh, figure out the answer but Uh, we are going to be heading out for the evening, but before we go, I would like to say again, thank you to Tyler for running this wonderful game. Thank you to these players for putting up with our bullshit once again this week, and we'll see all of you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye-bye!